Sup. Sup. Check setting. Yeah. Okay, good. This feels slow. It does. A bit. It does. What the hell? Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Bastards podcast, How high where are we talk we? about spirituality, <laughs> news, and baby elephants. My name is Michael Basinger. What? With me are old Gungaloo himself, Brad Polly. What's going on? Derps Poonaloo himself, Matt Polly. Hey, what? Together we are the baby Inglorious elephants, Bastards. Huh? Um, so the baby elephant weighs 250 pounds. It's the right. it's the second biggest. They're fucking adorable. Um, it's the second biggest baby outside of the people who complain about Christmas coming too early. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Okay, we got there. Oh, can we stop? God damn. How tired is it of Midwestern people griping about snow? Have you not been living here forever? I know, yeah, right? It happens every goddamn year. We got an inch the other day. It's fine. It was fucking gorgeous. I drove snow in snow. I drove in snow today. It was beautiful. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. I, I really did enjoy the leaves this year. I really, I don't yes. know what it was this year. I, I they were really enjoyed. nice. They were actually. beautiful. Yeah. So, but I was not ready for that. Yeah. I mean, snow leaves. was fine. I'd rather have leaves than just, rain. It's just like, God, like. But we've entered that yeah. space in November where it is just death. It happens. Everywhere. This shit happens every it, year. It's just we go so from depressing. seventy degrees to snow in two days, which yeah. is exactly what happened. It happens every year in yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so cold! I wasn't expecting it God, to be cold. Put on a coat and put on your big boy pants and shut the fuck up, Man. <laughs> Christ Almighty! All right, that's what get right Christ. into it. This type of thinking my nuts are up together. What are you drinking? Hey, hey, Are you leaving right now? No, he's drinking his eighth drink of the night, and we just started. That's got like eight empties in front of him. Good God. This is going to be the all Matt segment. Intervention. <laughs> Matt, what are you drinking there, buddy? I'd rather call it an imposition. <laughs> okay, so we had. So Brad got the, brought this like a month ago. I've been on the podcast one time in a month. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, from New Holland. Uh, the 25th anniversary ale. That's uh, just maple syrup is what that was. Rum barrel was aged strong ale. And it was it was good. It was I didn't want more than about five ounces of it. That was plenty. Well, yeah. and that's I mean, that's how those things. It's are, just heavy. Like, it's yeah. just a heavy ass beer. Yeah. But there's people that will drink that whole bottle of that shit. Yeah. I mean, I probably would. But really? Yeah, I don't of think course I could. Well, I'd of course to, you would. I'd have to space it out. I mean, it'd be spaced out. It'd be spaced far, out over 30, 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> 11% alcohol. Is this how it's going to be tonight? Just, For sure. Okay. <laughs> you're you're going to deny that that's not true? I didn't say that. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> All right, what else are you drinking? Me or I'm going to slap you right in your face. Uh, we're having, I'm having the, uh, what is that whiskey? Calumet oh, Farm. Yeah, the Calumet Farm. I haven't had this. Eight you years. guys cracked this open one of the nine weeks I've missed in the last couple months. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael, you said you didn't like this. It's it was okay. fucking delicious. I don't know what it was. It drinks like a rye. It's got 18% rye. I would have thought it had more than that. It's really nice. Well, that's a fifth. I mean, that's a fifth of it. That's a lot. It's of... it's good. I like it. I've also had <laughs> Old Fezziwig. And, uh, <laughs> and you thought we were kidding. And the Holiday White Ale from uh, You can Sam hear Adams. his liver wheezing like a fat kid. <laughs> mister! Mister! Please stop! I'm drinking the Oktoberfest uh, by Zwanzig's because, I mean, we're doing a Halloween episode in November, <laughs> so why not? In mid-November, nonetheless. I think Oktoberfest beers are still acceptable. Yeah, yeah We've are. had a snow, so I've moved on to winter ales. Like, yeah, and like stouts and porters yeah, and shit. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. I had the uh, the black lager the other night from... Uh, it's just a porter. It's a fucking porter. 
Yeah, sort of. No, it's just a porter. It's yeah, not as heavy as a porter. Different. It's different. The way they brew it is different. <laughs> What the fuck is man? He is turned this, on you. He did. By the way, like, we've been just, recording for fourteen hours already. It just <laughs> apparently Donald Trump's going to run for president again. I hope. I, I hope he. he I hope he runs as Do a third it. party candidate and buries that fucking party yeah. for good. Fuck them. I fuck the Republicans. Here's the. Th- here's what's. All right, we're going to do this. <laughs> Here's what's fucking ridiculous. It's sick about these motherfuckers. Already they're pivoting and they're, they're having these, quote, softer stances. We need to really look inside ourselves and uh, we need to. We, we, it's time to move past Trump. Fuck you. You guys rubber stamped everything that motherfucker did until he lost. And yeah. so he was no use to you anymore. Not just and lost, now, but lost candidates endorse candidates that lost. And now you want to move on from go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you right now, it's a bait and switch. Yeah. They're saying the same shit. We got to move on from him. They believe every word that motherfucker has said yeah. and every oh, yeah. policy, shitty yeah. policy. Absolutely. They're behind every bit of it. Yep. So fuck these motherfuckers. Yeah. And yeah. fuck the boomers that get these guys in. All of you need to die. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I watched the I watched part of the uh, the Mike Pence interview last night. Fuck Fucking Mike hilarious. Pence, Dude. fuck that guy. He's saying you don't get to be a hero for doing the bare minimum of your job. Exactly. Fuck off. He t- and the t- fact that you're spineless fucking cuck. The fact that that motherfucker is still running as a Republican when they actually actively tried to kill him. Yeah. You yep. spineless sack of shit. Go fuck yourself. He yes. T- Mike Pence fucks his mother. Absolutely, Aaron. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Mike. So- so Mike Pence told Trump he needed Jesus, and it just fuck fuck, you. I fucking loved it. And that's I told you today. That's him just trying to win over the evangelical oh, sure. vote. Go fuck yourself. That but is wait, the most conniving wait, son of a wait, bitch. Wait, wait, wait. Trump is already a Christian, guys. No, I know, fuck oh, no, him. I know, but he said after after they tried to kill him, that, that was this, his response. They this pivot straight from Matt Jesus. Gates. Matt Gates, who should be in fucking prison, prison. for underage He's sex trafficking and pedophilia. Was talking about how they need to quit. Politicians need to quit accepting money from lobbyists. Go fuck yourself. Absolutely, you're correct. You don't get to do this. Yeah. This is not your lane. No. Get the fuck out of here and go to prison where you belong, you beavis looking motherfucker. Yeah. God damn it. I was not even planning on that. You listen to look on the bright side, Mr. Brightside himself. I saw, I saw video guest Brad. I saw, I saw separate videos of Matt Gates and Josh Hawley, two of the biggest insurrectionist pieces of shit, talking about how we need to move on from Trump. Fuck you. You move on because you lost. He cost you everything. You're listening to Brightside. Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Polly, special guest Brad Polly. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> I did not expect to get that fired Boy, up. Boy, you are. I, oh, I love I'm it. so right under the surface. I'm so tired of those motherfuckers. I'm tired of it. I'm yeah. so tired of it. And to watch them pivot, like, oh, now he's a horrifying person. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Uh, Brightside, what do you got, Matt? <laughs> Oh man, barely anything. You like, got nothing. You got fucking no, nothing. No, I tell you what I do have is so uh Sunday night I went to Brad's house to watch football. That was fun. And it was fun. Yeah, I brought some beers over or whatever and you were like, Hey, I'm can I come over and watch football? I said to Mandy, I said, Matt's gonna come over and hang out. Bubby needs it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been a, it's been a Which bad... Which Bubby needed to hear? That, no, that Bubby needed It's been a bad month, man. Like, I have had <laughs> it's been a It's been a bad 46 Checking years, one, man. It's yeah. just been a fucking been rough... It's been a rough 46, man, I tell you. The first one was fine, but it's been downhill since then. Um... So we didn't even watch the game. I couldn't tell we, you. I couldn't even tell you he was playing. I, I think the Chargers either. and I don't somebody. Think I... <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, so, any, so, yeah, I went over and we had some beers. But, like, all three of my nephews who never leave their fucking rooms. No, they're, they're fucking great kids, man. And they came out and, man, we just shot the they're shit for an hour and a half at least. And just, like joked yeah. and and talked about shit and like it was fun it was a hoot we, I, I mean, like i said couldn't tell you who was playing the game we we watched mm-mm. the first few minutes and then they came out and it just devolved into a yeah. total shit show it was a shit show like yeah. i couldn't even tell you what anything we talked about like the older two especially like I've, my oldest is 16 my middle child is 14 like they're just at a really fun a great age. age i mean this has been for yeah. me the best stage of parenting it is hands down. 100%. I'm in that. Stage I am right having now too. so much fun right now being their dad. Like, mm-hmm. and it hasn't always been that way. I mean, just in all honesty. Oh like, sure. And yeah, it is just it, it's just been a fucking blast. And that was great, mm-hmm. man. Like they came out and we were dicking around and it was you know cussing. And just like, yeah, just, I mean like just saying stuff to make them laugh. Yeah, and it just yeah. I don't know. And so I actually texted them next all three of them. I was oh, oh did you really? Oh yeah, I texted all three funny. of them. I was like, dude. I needed that. That yeah. was so much fun <clears throat> hanging out with you guys. That was a blast. So yeah, I think someone called me man purse or something. I don't. Yeah, it used to be Uncle Man Purse. For Miles a while. answered me like two days later. <laughs> Is Michael frozen? I don't think I'm frozen. No, no I don't think so. I think your computer's fucked, babe. Uh, that's my wife. It's my wife. It's my wife. It's Deidre. I hope I'm not frozen. Is that yours? Yeah, that was mine. It was, it good. was good. It was fun. That was going to be part of mine. Everything too. else has been a pile of shit, but that was a good night. Yeah. yeah. Um, Evander Holyfield helped too. I'm be- what? Oh no, oh. it's Mike Tyson. Oh, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Well, he, he well, it was his I mean, ear. It was his ear. Dude. Wasn't Mike Tyson's well, ear? I just yeah. tell you, don't mix one of those with another edible. Yeah. Speaking well, from experience. Jesus Christ, you don't need another edible. Bro, it was bad. Uh, I, had a, I, I will had have a, a second. A, I have a second bright side. That's for you. I had, a, I had a bad night. Oh go ahead. No, I want you to. No, you guys do yours, <laughs> then I'll do mine. Uh, he's got the grand finale. It's a, that it's was a gift. That was part of mine. Um, I haven't been here for like a month. I think I've literally done one well, episode yeah, in a month. I mean, so I've had some of it's been mental health. Like mm-hmm. I was doing really well and then I wasn't. Yeah. Um, but I've, I realized even just today that I'm becoming more aware of myself. Like my awareness is growing. Meaning when I'm in shit moods, which I started to, I sank into even today. Uh, I was just it's the tail end of my long week mm-hmm. and I've been driving just a, a God, just a fucking, I did three days in a row. That was 450 plus miles. It, like, it's just a lot. And like, I, you know, I was today, I was just like, here's an example of what I mean by becoming more aware. Therapy has helped just examining myself in plus therapy has helped a ton. I was just having a bad, I was just having one of these days I was talking to Mandy, texting her, just like, I'm just having one of those days where I'm like, what the, this is so, I, what a pointless existence I'm living. Yep. It's another day of 450 Sounds miles. familiar. To fix bullshit machines for no fucking reason. I said, I'm wasting my life. Sounds vaguely familiar. I said it to her, and then on the way, and she was, 
said some really good things that I needed to hear. I didn't want to hear, but I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. And on the way home, I was thinking, at one point, it just clicked with me. I was like, it's just fucking ego shit, man. Yeah. It's just Who fucking cares? ego. I'm pissed off right now because of I'm losing the capitalist game. That's it. It's yeah. in, the, in the capitalist game is fucking ego. It's it. It's nothing but ego. And so I just wrestled with myself. And at one point, it just clicked. I became aware of what was happening. It was almost like what Ramdas talks about is cultivating the witness. That I think we've talked about of like, who's the one observing what's happening? Yeah. Like you're able to zoom out and realize you're not this thing. Yeah. You're just something observing this thing happening. It was like kind of, it was almost an unconscious way of doing that of going, this is just ego. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Who cares? I, I performed a service today. Is it essential to life? No. That's fine. You, you are Aunt 3,947, the one who goes to Springfield to fix the espresso <laughs> exactly. machine. Exactly. Yes. That is your job. And that's fine. I, I thought of I thought of Albert Camus. I when I picture Sisyphus pushing the rock up the hill, I have to feel I have to picture him as happy. Yeah. It, like all of that stuff uh came into my head. It was just like, yeah, I I'm becoming it was it was a point of pride for me. I'm like, I'm becoming more aware of my bullshit, of what Ramdas would call my melodrama. He talked about how we just get stuck in our melodrama. Our, it, it's another way of talking about just our ego shit of like, oh, woe is me. Shit's not going like I thought it would. Well, Lottie fucking da. Mm-hmm. That's just a melodrama. It's just ego shit. Who cares? Yep. I performed a service today. I did the job that I'm supposed to do, and I did it well. Okay. Just, just that's be, it. just that's it. Just be fine with that. Yep. And by the time I got home, I was better. Yep. And if you can embrace that, I mean, it, everything is is endurable. Yes. You know, it, it it's it's it, I, honestly, it's just being in the moment. It's just going because the i the idea of I'm wasting my life is rooted in the past and the future. That your life has meaning. It, yeah. it but it's rooted in the past and the future. It's not yeah. rooted in the present. Yeah. Because the present is everything is possible in the present. Like, and so what is possible is just to go, I'll do this job with joy. I'll drive another 450 miles. And some days that's easier than others. At the tail end of a really long ass week like I've had, it wasn't easy to do that. So I'm just, I don't know. I'm just kind of proud of myself for being able to become more aware of that shit, of my own bullshit, basically. So nice. Um, do you have any more? No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I have uh, a few um, kid-related ones. So uh, Erebus won a Character Lifeline Award at school, which is awesome. She's super quiet, super shy, um, but like one of the quietest kids I've ever met. Yeah, and <laughs> she said three words to me in her entire life. Yeah, yeah, super. But she won this. And character- you met her dad, right? Yeah, and <laughs> she's won. She won the Character Lifeline Award at, at school, which is just Good. awesome. Um, she started playing basketball, um, so she's super pumped about that, and it's really taken her out of That's her great. shell. And like, she wasn't like she wasn't very good the first. <laughs> she she missed her first practice because we had COVID, um, so they went right into her playing a game, and it was just like, oh man, it was it was rough. <laughs> I mean, the games are rough. Period. They are, yeah, they are. But but like by definition. But after that, we went and we. <clears throat> went to Dick Sporting Goods because now we knew the color of her team. So we bought shoes oh, and that's pants fucking great, and man. got her her own 
bat purple basketball, which is the color of her school of her of her team. So did all that and and like she worked on she's been practicing every night in the kitchen, just dribbling the basketball and like it's it's seeing her passionate about it and excited about it is it's really cool. Just I mean, she's becoming her own person, which is great. And she's coming out of her shell and it's 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 great. Um, and then Diggory was selected for honors choir as well. Awesome. So he's nice. Yeah. So he, uh, had his first, Diggory Pavarotti. Yeah. He had his first, uh, <laughs> uh, performance. We couldn't go cause it was just for veterans. So yay for veterans day <laughs> concert. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it was super. And then he anchors away, my boys, anchors away. <laughs> Uh, and he made the honor roll, which is which well, is really was, good. That was weird. That's a great deep, uh, down periscope reference, though. So yeah, he made the honor roll, and he has a lot of. Uh, he's got ADHD, so for him to make the honor roll, that's is, great, is man. Really, it's really yeah, really it's great, fucking so. great. So isn't it cool to see your kids like succeed at shit? Yeah, God damn, it's like, great, man. I, I was. I've got another one. Fuck it. It's our podcast. It's nine fifteen. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Uh. uh <laughs> Ezra, we'll Ezra and Abram, especially my older two, uh, Miles, my youngest, is in a he's ten, so he's in a really weird phase. Um, he's a conservative. Uh, no, well, <laughs> maybe. Um, my older two are they're both in high school. I've got a junior and a freshman, and Ezra, the junior, my sixteen year old, is in the musical that's coming up this coming weekend. Oh yeah. So I think Sarah and Abrams are going to go. And see so he's in it. It's uh, Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella. So it's different than like the regular Cinderella. Anyway, um, that's coming up this weekend. So they've been practicing just a shitload. Well, Abram, who is my middle child, who is super quiet, and uh, he's doing. He's been working on the sets. Mm-hmm. He just decided this is something he wants to do. Like yeah. it's an extracurricular or whatever. Um, he's trying to build up his resume for the Lilly Scholarship. Uh, fun fact. Nice. Um, so. Uh, he's also running. He's running lights for the musical. Nice. So he's. It's coming up, and it's four nights. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday night. Yeah. Um, but especially with Ezra, like he's finding his tribe. Yeah. And that's been really hard for him. Um, but like last night, I was telling Mandy, I was like, "This is really weird. We've entered like this weird, different phase of parenting, but it's really good." Where. Like Ezra's got this friend uh, that she came over and hung out one night and just sat in our living room. And the cats played with the cats and we were just chatting like, but like last night they had practice. They have practice every night this week till like nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like it's fucking intense because it's, it's yeah. dress rehearsal week. So they're both wrecked. But last night Ezra was like, Hey, I've got a ride home. We're going to go hang out. This is a school night, right? Yeah. And they did, he didn't get home to like 1040 on a school night. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. It was like this. I, I told Mandy, I was like, it's the, this is the kind of stuff that he's going to remember. Yeah. Like these are the these are the core memories that you look back on when you're 42 and go, that was a good night. Yeah. I, I went out I hung out with families or, or friends. I hung out with friends. Like we went to Walmart. They just went to Walmart for some yeah. fucking reason. No yeah, reason. Elijah's whatsoever. been doing that for a while now. I, I know what you're talking and about. You're, and it's and just like and his dad wasn't a dick about it, you know. And, yeah. and like I was talking with Mandy, I said, "Can you believe that we're not freaking out about this?" 
all because all we've asked for him is like just communicate with us let yeah. us know where you are what's going on that's all we ask yep. like as long as you don't abuse that shit whatever yeah and it was just like i don't know it's just like we've entered into this cool phase of parenting where your your kids are starting to become adults mm-hmm. in some way mm-hmm. and it just there's something that has shifted and they're just fun like it's just it's just different it's just di- you're almost like you know you're with your kids but you're it's almost like hanging out with other people mm-hmm. i can't even describe it uh yeah. but anyway that's another bright side entering we're in a really cool phase of parenting that's just a lot of fun so all right i'm ready for matt's story okay it's a gift to both of you for putting up with me oh my god it's really a gift for everybody. how much money is my, this my butthole is clenched because <laughs> it should be a lot well it's funny you mentioned buttholes oh great so we were changing i was trying to change the filter in the fridge the water filter <laughs> and it wouldn't go in and i'm like i'm sure you just handled it well yeah i did <laughs> You literally push it and twist. Like, being, that's all you're supposed to being do. Being the mentally healthy giant that you are. Right. So <coughs> so I go upstairs. I'm like, well, maybe there's something in the book. I'm not, like, something I can do. So I look at, go upstairs and get the manual out of the file cabinet, whatever. So I'm sitting on the ground reading it. And all of a sudden, I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Did you shit your pants? I need to poop. You shit your pants. No, no, no. Hold on. Just hold on. I was Wait like, for it. I need to poop. And I was like, I don't have my phone. So I'm, I walk past the bathroom in my bathroom because our closet is connected to our bathroom. And I start to go downstairs because that's where my phone is, ignoring another bathroom literally at the top of the stairs. And I get halfway down the stairs, and I'm like, I'm having that moment where it's like, I'm going to lose this battle at home. <laughs> and I'm literally within 10 feet of a bathroom. And so, so I stand there for a minute. I'm Jim, on the stairs. grab me my phone. I'm on the stairs. <laughs> I'm on the stairs. I'm trying to just like just. This is the great get get it to, get it to suck back up in there a little bit, just so I can make it to the downstairs bathroom. God, and damn. I, I reach that moment. I'm good. I'm like, okay, I'm good. My foot slips on the <laughs> stairs. Oh, no. <laughs> you shit your pants, and I didn't shit. Oh my god! What's man. the difference between what's the middle ground between shit and shark? Nothing. There yeah. is no middle ground. Well, that's where I was. <laughs> you shit. It was like pants. a chunky shark. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, it it was it, it so I'm just like Did it touch fucking? cloth? I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, are you fucking well, you kidding me? Shit your pants, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding cloth? me? Well, that's what a shark does too. Well, I mean, yeah. No, I mean, like, my foot just slipped, and, like, your legs kind of open, and your body, like, tries to catch <laughs> itself. Well, I think we've heard enough. <laughs> that's plenty. Thanks. So, yeah, you're welcome. Boy. Oh, your bright side. No, that was for you guys. Well, you I appreciate guys that. Side. Just, that'll get you through the week. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, even being little brother, it doesn't cheer me to know that you shit your pants like a 70-year-old. It doesn't cheer me to know that. Mm. Well, it doesn't happen often. I don't. I don't actively. It doesn't wish happen. You, I don't actively wish you ill. Most. It doesn't of the happen time. Off, as often. Sometimes as you think I it do, it. but most of the time well, I don't. Shit! I almost lost a battle on the way to work today. Oh my god! God. All right. You're a fucking. Mess. I don't know what you're the fuck, fuck I even you're ate. You're fucking ten. Plot, I don't know what the fuck I even ate, <laughs> man. Fuck me. All right. We're going. It's not like I horked down a bunch of like jalapenos or something. We're going into music time, guys. Christ. This is the longest episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's going to be three and a half hours. I'm doing it. About the things they like. 
from pizza to ambient noise here's raps and riffs that three white boys think you should know so here we go enjoy the show All right, we're going to play some songs. All right, Matt, you got a song you want to hear us play? Yeah. You going to sing with it? No. We should uh, we should do karaoke on here one week. We do that a lot, actually. I don't think you realize that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I never listened to this podcast. I don't know. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> I hope the Did setting. you check the setting? <laughs> I thought we were still doing a sound check. Uh, I, I think we are recording. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Matt plays his music, we'll just be real quiet, and I'll look at the lines and make sure the lines are playing. Make sure the audio is good. We'll find out. Uh, <laughs> the artist is Contour. Uh, it's an R and B album. And soul. this the one you sent me. I haven't listened to it. Yeah, yet. it's pretty damn good, man. Okay. I listened to it again today, and it's it's just it's, it feels like you should be listening to it in a smoky French cafe. All right, like that's what it reminds. Just that real laid back vibe. Yeah, okay. eating, eating a baguette. Some French onion soup, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but they don't. But they don't eat a lot of French onion soup. Over there, they just called onion soup. <laughs> they just call it soup. <laughs> the artist's contour of the album is onwards. We, we just say soup. Uh, the song is. Uh, let's do skin closure. That's gross. The sky is blue or blow. We never needed a shed. It's on recording. We're recording. It's running up. It's running up. It's <laughs> thank God up. for that. It's not so tough to live among The ones you love If we could just put past the dust Like past the dutch The tray is full I feel the years They're passing, they're passing us. us I see your fears The valid ones That's everyone Each and every one Where and why does they approach I don't think the angels don't See what you mean? Yeah, right. Really laid back. I think maybe the next song, the one after, it's got like this piano kind of going on in it, and it kind of loops a little bit. So it's like, yeah. It reminds me of the scene in uh, uh, Whole Nine Yards when they go to the cafe. We go to the burger place. He says, "Oh yeah, on yeah, this that's again. right." Yeah, it's called aioli. Asshole. That's good. Anyway. Do you know what the, the Krishna version of Kendrick Lamar is? <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. Boy. Speaking of Lamar. That's a reach. Jesus God damn Christ. Christ. <laughs> that's boy, bad. If that's, that's indicative bad. of what the night is going to be. like Trying to rev up, boys. <laughs> that's bad even for you, man. Man, like, that, that is beer a... is thick. I know we've already talked about it in the in the past future. <laughs> yeah. But man, that is what, what was this called again? Uh, the New Holland 25th anniversary ale, rum barrel aged strong yeah. ale, and it tastes like it. Yep, it's strong. It's very strong. Fire yeah, bread. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, okay, so Saturday night, Mandy and I were just sitting on the couch watching TV, and she flipped it on to Austin City Limits, which we oh man, we don't for some reason I just hardly catch it. Mm-hmm. Like I always miss it by like an hour. Mm-hmm. It's always that fucking Wood Song show, the bluegrass show, oh, is yeah. right right after, which is fine, but like. Yeah. I always just seem to miss it. Well, anyway, she turns it on, and I wasn't really paying attention. And it was like, I started hearing this music, and I was like, what? Yeah. And I kind of look up, and I'm, I swear to God, we were just transfixed by it. The al- the the artist is Simafunk, C-I-M-A-F-U-N-K, one word, Simafunk. And it's like, 
Afro-Cuban funk is the best way that I can describe it. Okay, so like if you watch Austin Sounds City, like something that would be on PBS. If you sit, well, if you watch Austin City Limits, like most of the time they're really just milk toast mm-hmm. mayonnaise, like yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Johnston. Well, no, I mean like the the crowd, uh, yeah. and they're generally just it's pretty yeah. low energy, like people bobbing their heads or whatever. Like the crowd was into it. Yeah. Like he had the whole. I mean, they showed the crowd and they're like dancing and jumping up and down and like it was wild. Uh, so the album that came out last year. Um, is called El Alimento, and the song is Funk Aspirin featuring George Clinton. Oh, well. oh God. You had me at George Clinton. You had me at Seaman Funk. It's Sema Funk, not Seaman. Oh, I spelled it wrong then. Is my uh, thing on, buddy? Um, no. Not a boy. Way uh, to be on the ball. Well, you know what? You were on vacation last week. Hold <laughs> on. Here we go. Try it again. Okay. The mothership has arrived. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. George Dr. Funkenstein Clinton and see my funk in the house. Ready to turn this mother out. Hit it. It's I mean, dude. A lot of it's in Spanish. It's dude. I cannot tell you the last time I got sucked into watching a Austin City Limit show like we just yeah. were, we didn't even hardly speak. It yeah. was just like, other than saying, holy shit. He had these two female horn players playing like the um, trumpet and the trombone. Dude, fucking unbelievable. Yeah. So good. I mean, it was just, it was incredible. So that album, I was dancing in my car listening to it a couple of days ago. Like just on the way to goddamn Illinois or something for work. <laughs> So, yeah, see my funk. That scratches my funky bone. Yeah, man, that's good mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, this song is I Only Do Push-Ups When I'm Drunk. <laughs> by the, God damn. By the band. <laughs> well, you really are a brand, aren't you? Yeah, uh, by the band Good Hangs. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I don't remember what this sounds like, so we'll see. See how it goes. Self-medicated, self-diagnosed. Self-frustrated Every fight I instigated Every night I'm undefeated So take a sip Take a drag Take a rip About all that beer I want Yeah I feel kind of Where are you? (laughs) My life is a hangover. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good hangs. Check them out. I thought that was a more popular song than what it is. What was the name of the song again? Uh, I only do push ups when I'm drunk. (laughs) In parentheses, drinking lonely. 
Um, I thought it was a more popular song, but apparently only 77,000 people have listened to and it. And you're 30,000 of the downloads. Yeah. So. So, yeah. <coughs> Puts Good. on a repeat. Good hangs. He just plays it all night Good hangs. Long. Check him out. He listens it all the way to Peoria and back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyone? Right. Yeah. So I have a weird affinity for Lecrae. Okay. I don't. His lyrics are whatever. Some of them are really good. Some she's still like, a Christian, or is I, he an atheist? I have, yeah. I, have, no. I have weird sympathy for Lecrae. I'm like, dude, he's definitely a Christian, but I don't. He's kind of on that borderline. Yeah, of like, call me. I'll be interested when he becomes an atheist. Yeah, call me when yeah. that happens. But I, I really <laughs> like that. Album. I think he's a really good rapper. I, I, I just. I think he's good. I just feel like, man, why, 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 why are you messing with the fucking white evangelicals? I man, yes. I wonder the same thing about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's money. Like, there's a lot of money in that, but my goddamn. Well, he talks inside me about pissing. Pe- I mean, he pisses people off. Like, oh, of yeah. course. And his stance is already even like no anything. Yeah, he just thinks you shouldn't kill. He's black like just people. a step to the left of like Tim Keller. <laughs> Probably. I mean, he may be more in a step <laughs> to the left. Yeah. To the left. It's like they're angry. He says you shouldn't kill black people. Like, I don't have like, any, I don't have any distaste for him. I'm just like one of the guys. From I don't the, get it. One yeah. of the guys from the Avit Brothers was on Pete Holmes' podcast a couple weeks ago, and I don't really listen to the Avit Brothers, but uh, they're always interesting on on Pete Holmes, though. Well, like so, I was like in, and then he mentioned like he's like, "Have you heard of this guy named this pastor in New York, Tim Keller?" Uh, and I was like, "Click, I'm done." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, they were like advocating for Tim Keller. Well, yeah, well, uh, Pete didn't know who he was, but. Uh. <laughs> I was like, wow. okay, well, we're done here. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let me go burn my Avid Brothers CDs. Artists they don't have. The artists, let me go buy some and then burn them. Uh, the artist is Lecrae. The, song, the album is Church Clothes 4. And the song is Still in America. I prefer uh, Ladies and gentlemen, from the flight one, two, deck, three. this is your captain. We're experiencing some very They're rough fine. air right now. I need everyone to please remain calm and take their seats. On our way down, we may hit some turbulence. Go ahead and brace yourselves for a possible emergency landing. Welcome to America. Is everything quiet tonight or just because I'm wearing a beanie? I'm still in America. Beautiful, elegant, sinful, and arrogant. It's penny hysteria after they shot at them schools yeah, in the cafeteria. <laughs> sneaking out area because if you ain't patriotic, you might be a terrorist. I know it's embarrassing. We say united, we stand, but divisions out there. No GED. No I mean, he's he's a pretty decent rapper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this album really caught me. Like, like when you listen to this, you're not going, no. this is definitely Christian. <laughs> I'd probably listen to him over chance. I mean, we keep our history she doesn't need 18 songs about their wife. <laughs> that may be the most anger I've ever been about an album coming out and how shitty it was. Which one? The Chance's last album. It was so Dude, bad. It was fucking the terrible. He, the, the, he did a song. <laughs> we should. <laughs> there's a definite progression in this pod, on the history of this podcast of. Not oh, knowing who Chance was, loving Chance, just absolutely fucking hating Chance. There's you can follow like a pretty clear trajectory there. Dude, he did this song on <laughs> Colbert in between uh, Coloring Book and then whatever that track. He's a was poor man, Anderson Pock. I said what I said. And, and the and the Colbert Pac's way better. The Colbert song that he did on Colbert was better than but yeah. You're probably right. Than anything on the new record or on the newer yeah. record and. Honestly, it was better than a lot of coloring book. It was just so fucking good. And then just, that's the only way you can listen to it is on fucking Colbert. Yeah, it, it's just trash. Oh. He waits like six years to put out a fucking album. He writes <laughs> the entire thing about his wife. 
great. I mean, it's fine to love your wife and all yeah, that. Don't, put it, like, don't make 18 songs about her. Yeah, one would have been sufficient. God. Yeah. And it wasn't even that or, good. Or sing about him like Nick Cave sings about his wife, but in such a way that you're just like, God damn. You're like, like did, did he kill her? <laughs> right. <there's, laughs> I mean, it's Nick Cave. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we fucked, and then I like hit, split your head open with a rock. Yeah. Is this Eminem? <laughs> Is Eminem the same person as Nick Cave this whole time? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, you got anything else? Oh yeah, or was it back to me? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh the album is Sylvier. Actually the band well it's a folk artist. Sylvier S Y L V I E. Um and the album is called Sylvier. So when I listened to this album, I was like, Holy shit, it's like Joni Mitchell and then there's like some seventies yacht rock. I mean, I swear to God, this album sounds like it could have been put out in nineteen seventy four. Oh, okay. And you'll when I when you hear it, you'll know exactly what I mean. Uh, the song, the first song, is called uh, "Falls on Me." Already, just wait, wait till the vocals kick in. I thought I was listening to Joni Mitchell. It's crazy. Is this the song is about window sills. <laughs> the carpenters, right? Window sills. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Donovan album. <laughs> Call me mellow yellow. <laughs> Autumn leaves are falling like the rain. Dude, if you're a fan of like, yeah, I, I kind of have a soft spot for like seventies music and stuff. It, it hit that spot. See what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it has a definite, it has a definite retro 70s quality. Yeah, it's got the uncanny valley of like, this feels like it's from the 70s, but the production is much better. Yes, yes. Was it put on 8-track? Any lo-fi sound on here was done intentionally. Yeah. It's it's like she's almost singing. Yes. Like shouting into a tin can. Yeah. In the 70s. Yes. Yeah. That's good. I so that's I, one of those things. I wonder if I would listen to that. A lot. No, I mean, like I'm, I'm a download. I've it listened I, to it probably two or three times, yeah. and I, I enjoy it. If you, I'm do, if you do, if you don't, you don't. It's not for everybody. No, I'm definitely interested though. Um, okay, I'm going to do a song called "Patterns" by uh, Josie Dunn, not Stephen's sister. <laughs> so, uh, patterns. All right, here we go. I think Stephen has a sister. I wonder if yeah. she's talented too. Two. Josie Dunn. With an E at the end of the day. Like that's the album should be called And the Pussycats. Yes. <laughs> she missed an opportunity. Actually, she didn't call them the Pussycats. Josie like Dunn, the Pussycats. I love the chorus coming. Oh, I like that. It's the crunchiness of the guitar. Fun song. 
so I have a song that um, <laughs> that I don't. We knew that shit it was is, coming. It is a cover, but I don't know if you'll get it because I don't know. We if never do. We literally. I don't know never if you'll do. know the artist. So I'm gonna play the song in in super mega points if you know the artist. Even if what do I get? How can I cash those points in if I get it? Um, okay. I will not. Semi consensual reach will, around. Yeah. I, <laughs> I will not do a, a cover song next week. God damn there it. You go. No, see, you fucking will. That's such a goddamn lie. All right. This is, uh, the band is called Howdy, but the, instead of W's, it's two V's. So, uh, I hate when, Huffy. like all V's. Oh, dude, fuck. I, I will never listen to that band because of that. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's how do you spell it? H O V V H O V V D Y. When I was younger, I saw my dad cry and curse at the wind. He broke his own heart, and now what? Is he trying to reassemble it? I'm song if you'll know the artist if i play the actual try song. probably not somebody's screaming at the radio right now man i got nothing on that all right i'll play the actual song okay. see if you can get the artist nope Yeah. I do too. It's a band. I got nothing. The lead singer, her name is Haley Williams. Uh, pa- Paramore? Yep, Paramore. Yeah, I've never listened to Paramore. Yeah, I haven't either. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know if it would be your genre. That's a, it's weird. They started yeah. as a Christian band, right? I have no idea. I thought they did. Am I dreaming that? Uh, I could have sworn they started sakes, I hope not. I could have sworn. That. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. I don't know. That's majority of Christian bands. PFR. <laughs> yeah, that was, was right. Yeah, it was right. lighthouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking lighthouse. Oh, I'm even more in love with you than it ever did. I held on to standing here until you God. made me move. Vineyard Hanging bullshit. Dude, how many pastors played that? They all song, did. Man. They fucking all did. God. Any hip, yeah, mega church. Yep. Music minister played that. Yeah. Every one of them. I bet that opened so many services. You know it did. Oh, yeah. That's the music they're playing as you come in. That's like the, <laughs> the countdowns on the screen. Yeah. yeah that and near, near. And on the TV. Oh, shit, the countdowns near, near, near. on the And all the TVs in the, in the lobby <laughs> so people know to come in and give their money. That and I Dare God. You to Move. I Jesus, yeah. I think about. I played that at Exodus. I think about shit like With that. somebody. And I'm just like, that is so far removed from who and where I am at this point. I can't even wrap my head around it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like the thought of like 
walking into that environment is almost nauseating. Yeah. I wonder what songs they're playing now. Like what current songs they're like, oh, I mean, what's secret? Fucking what's who current? knows? I don't know, man. They're probably still They've probably on. bastardized probably some Taylor Swift Like every songs. once in a while, I'll catch like the, uh, I'll catch the live stream on my Facebook feed of my home church. Oh my God. It is. And bo- I don't recognize. It is boomer town, oh, man. man. I, don't, I don't recognize straight. any of the lyrics. <laughs> you, if like Whatever picture you have in your mind of boomer worship, Here's what that's I'm exactly Here's what it the, is. The, the lead guitarists and singers on the front of the, the down part of the stage. <laughs> they mean, have two stages. And then there are four everybody's singers. Everybody's white. I was going to say four to five singers. Yes, everybody's white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The drummer's playing <laughs> the electric bass, pads. Yeah, electric. The electric the drum. The electric guitar is non-existent. You can't There's hear There's a it. piano you can't hear. Yeah. All you hear is the drum. In the acoustic. In the acoustic. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. telling you, dude. It, oh, God. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I would rather go to work than go to church. I would, Dude, 100%. 100%. Oh yeah. I, I would rather drive 450 miles mm-hmm. to Peoria and back. And sit through a fucking On a Sunday service. after oh or Sunday oh, morning which, afternoon. Christmas Eve's coming. I'm not going. Yeah, I don't think I am either. I'm just not going. I'm just going to tell him not going. Yeah. Uh, you it was pointless. It was, it was literally pointless. It was about Easter. Yeah, it's always about Easter. It's always about the Christmas. They, was about they Easter. Have to, always they have to cram the birth, death, and resurrection always. all into one service because God forbid that somebody doesn't know that story yet in America. <laughs> oh my God. Boy, this t- uh, what section are we? Are we still music, music time? Where music the hell time. did? Oh, I mentioned <laughs> we started singing Lifehouse. Oh God, even more. Oh God, man, I love yeah. that album. Christmas Holy Eve. Can I just get COVID, please? I know, dude. I I'm not getting. I'm intentionally not, not getting. I'm going. To, I, I had it too, actually. I had it before you had it. Oh, thanks. No, I didn't give it to you, dipshit. I, I, I wasn't. I was I on vacation. I've just had it the one time. I was on vacation, uh, and it was not I hope fun. You get it again. By the way, it's worse. You're gonna feel bad when I die. I won't, but you will. Eh. Be like, about time. I will embrace death as a long lost. We all friend. knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least it was something natural before the liver got him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's technically natural. Before he lost a foot to diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I've cut back way back on my pop. I'm good. Dirty pop, 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 All right, dirty Michael, pop. what are we doing? All right, let's. Well, this is the end of music time. Okay. All right, All right goodbye. That is Michael. That was aggressive. I can't help it, man. It just was loud. You ready? Didn't turn it up. This might be the craziest headline I've ever seen. <clears throat> Electrician falls into 700 degrees Celsius aluminum furnace and factory and survives. What? What? That's 1300 degrees Fahrenheit, by the way. 25-year-old electrician had a serious brush with death after falling to a 720 degrees Celsius vat of molten aluminum. What? Um, he perhaps can't. the most remarkable thing about this is, is that the man survived it all, not to mention the fact that he pulled himself out of the metal himself. What? Is he the fucking Terminator? He's like this fucking skeletons from Lord of the Rings. He is now being treated, as you might imagine, for some pretty serious burns. Uh, however, whilst he is really badly hurt, he managed to escape with his life. Wow. The man was carrying out his work on the furnace at a factory in St. Gallen, Gallen in Switzerland. Fucking whatever. Uh, at the time of the incident, he fell through a trap door into the hot metal beneath and became immersed up to his knees. That's a fucking nightmare. Super hot aluminum. That is a literal fucking nightmare. That's your flesh burning off your body. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how it wouldn't just melt your like melt you down to the bone, right? Like I don't know. Uh police have launched an investigation, obviously, into the incident. Um this isn't the first time this serious accident has occurred at this same foundry. 
with an inexplicable explosion in 2014, leaving a man with horrific burns on his face. It ain't worth whatever they're getting paid. Uh-uh. Fucking hell. No. Yeah, that's... No. That better be a fucking union job. <laughs> fucking right, man. My Jesus. God. Well, that is awful. I, I just... I read that. I was like, I can't... I can't even... That'd be like... Maybe like, had a cousin that almost died in a factory. Really? Like, he fell like... You can do it. I mean, He fell like four or five stories like into a pit and lived to serve like live wow. to tell the thing. It's crazy. Um, okay. So this is the uh, 50 most beautiful baby names according to science. Okay. I'll just do the top 10 for boys and girls. All right. Okay. Uh, beautiful names. Yeah. <laughs> Nevaeh. <laughs> oh my God. Number 10, uh, boys names. Number 10, Samuel. No, these are, this is scientific. What do you Not mean? Sure I'd call beautiful. that beautiful. They, there's a, there's actually I'm not going like, to read the article. Meaning but there's, that the people with these names are more beautiful. The study builds on research conducted by James Adelman and colleagues at the University of Warwick in 2018 Warwick on the emotional Davis. valence uh, degree of pleasantness of words by examining phonemes or units of sound in a word. Oh, so it's like pleasing to the ear. Yes, Samuel. Samuel. Really. Gets so me number ten, horny. Samuel. <laughs> number nine, Isaac. No. Really? Number eight, Theo. Come I can on. see Theo. Theo seems sexy. Number seven, Joseph. No. Really? Joseph A. Banks. Boy, yeah, Joe gets me hard. Number Jesus s- Christ. Joe number Biden. six, Levi. <laughs> More like Joe Ryden, am I right? <laughs> number five, Leo. Leo. <laughs> okay, I can see Leo. Number four, Isaiah. Or Isaiah, if you're in Peaky Blinders. Uh, number three, William. Come on. Number two, Julian. Okay, I can see Julian. And number one, Matthew. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> there it is. Girls' Matthew. names. Number 10, Emily. These are You can see these a little easier than the boys' names. Uh, number nine, Ellie. Yeah. Number eight. Actually, almost. If we would have had a daughter, probably wouldn't have been named yeah. Ellie. Number eight, Willow. Okay. Number seven, Paisley. Mm. That's, yeah. Yeah. Number six, Ivy. Paisley sounds very Martinsville. Paisley yeah. sounds very um, Foxcliffe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number six, Ivy. Number Local five. Joke. joke for the locals. Number five, Riley. Number four, Sophie. Number three. I had to talk to a shift manager in a Starbucks name named Sophie. That's funny. Yeah. Number three, Everly. Uh, no, Michael. Wow. Uh, number three, Everly. I'm asking for. Scientists. I don't know anybody named Everly. I've bro- never seen a person named Everly. The brothers, uh, and the number one or number two, Zoe, and number one, Zoe so- Number one, Sophia. Wait, Sophie and Sophia. I mean, yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. Sophia is a little more. Is it because it sounds Italian? So people Sophia think it's Sophia. Someone from Modern Family. Mm. She was good looking. Jay's wife. Yeah. yeah. Al Bundy's wife. Yeah. Yeah, Al Bundy's wife. His other wife. Man, it? this seat, I don't yeah. know why I didn't. I always switch shares. You're struggling tonight. I always switch yeah. shares. I didn't this, this week for some godforsaken reason. I forgot. And this chair is not for me. <laughs> I usually right, get, you get a comfy chair. A uh, 50-year-old Chinese man. Are you about to say something we should no. have to record over? <laughs> Runs absurdly fast marathon while chain smoking cigarettes. I saw this today. 
running a marathon is not an easy task, but a Chinese man who goes by Uncle Chin did so while chain smoking a pack of cigarettes. Uncle Chin. Not only that, but his time was about one full hour faster than the average man his age. Holy shit. 50 years old. There's pictures of this dude lighting shit up, lighting cigarettes up. How do you smoke and run? Ran the marathon on November 6th. Uh, not long afterwards. Let me see. Uh, oh, he finished the marathon in three hours and 28 minutes. Holy shit. Squad like, goals. that's pretty damn that's good. That's pretty good. <laughs> like, not smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the average, according to Livestrong.com, the average time for a 50-year-old male hovers around four hours and 34 minutes. Wow. <laughs> and that is without ripping a full pack of lung darts on the route. <laughs> I'd have a dart. I'd have a dart. I'd have a dart. Michael, fix your goddamn camera. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, my God. God damn. Sorry. Uh, he finished 574th overall out of nearly 1,500 runners. What's even crazier, this was not just a one-time thing. So this guy just smokes and runs. He's done That's it in 2018 insane. and 2019. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. He's also an ultra marathoner, so he has run distances up to and beyond 55 miles while, while taking heaters. <laughs> uh, it has been noted before that he only smokes when he runs. Fucking what? what? Scientists need to, they need to study I only this drink while. when yeah. I smoke. There's, there's shit to be learned here. It's like, it's like a fucking alien or some shit. He's running 55, 50 plus miles ultra marathon smoking. Yeah. Uh, here's another story. Hiker completes the UK's rudest walk after trekking 326 miles from his home in Cockermouth to his brother's in Licky End. Yeah. Oh, I've seen this route before. <clears throat> A hiker has completed the UK's rudest walk uh, from his home in Cockermouth, Cumbria. Come on, fuck off. That's not even real. None of that's real. Fuck you. To his brother's house Cockermouth. address I've never in heard of her. Licky End, Worcestershire. James Forrest, James 39, Worcestershire. who lives in great sauce there. Fucking del- that place is delicious. Wor- Worcestershire? Yeah. Uh, Worcestershire sauce. Who lives in Cumbria, undertook 11 marathons in 11 days during his innuendo-fueled hike. I've seen that. I've seen that map before. Uh, he vi- let's see. Uh, he reached peaks including Great Cock Up, Little Cock Up, and Andrew's Knob, a woodland called Nanny's Breast, oh. a nature reserve known as Knob End, and a waterway tiled Bottoms Reservoir. He also visited streets in Cumbria, Staffordshire, and the West Midlands such as Bell End, Cocking Yard. Ten Butts Crescent and Number Two Passage. Ten Butts. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, the fuck. he's got pictures of him. By, he's got pictures of him all over the place, and like these with these like street signs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> One town. Welcome to Clit Hero. Wow! Wow! It's probably, Clit Hero. It's probably Clithero, but it's not like <laughs> Clit Hero. It's like Guitar Hero for porn. Oh, his okay. So his incredible, his incredible task, uh, trek, which he did to raise money for testicular cancer charity, Baggy Trousers UK. That's amazing. God damn, that's so. I love this guy so much. 
for so many reasons. <laughs> got pictures by a sign that just says Glory Hole. <laughs> and one by Dandy Cock. Hard, hard Dicker Street. Cockhead Farm. What the fuck? <laughs> down to Cockhead Farm. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so... That's fantastic. He's got a picture in Rams Bottom Town Center. <laughs> I swear to God, if that's not enough reason to move to England, I don't know what is. Dude, We're... there's a whole fucking list of the shit he went oh, through, yeah. the towns he went through. Yeah. Sexton Hag. Yeah. Cock Rig Lane. Yeah. I mean, it ain't, we've got uh, Floyd's it's Knob. Cock Ring Lane. We've got Floyd's Knob. What are some good <laughs> French Lick? French Lick. Doff Cocker. Wow. Going to French Lick tomorrow. French Lick, Floyd's Knob. Uh, Pennsylvania's got Intercourse and Blue Ball. Yeah. There's both of those. So. <laughs> Noise. All right. Uh, product update. Mountain Dew has a new flavor, per use, um, called Fruit Quake. So flavor is supposed to taste like fruitcake. Right. Why would anybody want that? Yeah. Well. It's gonna taste like cinnamon. It's gonna taste like sugar. It's just gonna taste like fucking sugar. It's gonna be delicious. (laughs) Why didn't you get some? You should have brought some. I just saw the announcement. It's on foodandwine.com. You have a subscription. You have any chips? I should probably. I don't know if they're stale, but yeah, I hope it tastes like cherries and raisins and cranberries. Ugh. I'll smash it. Fucking raisins. Um. Okay. So I don't. Do we? I don't. We might have done this already. Okay. But it is a new article from this week. An intact five-foot-long alligator has been found inside the stomach of a Burmese python in Florida. We've done something like this. They found a five-foot-long alligator inside a python. (laughs) Holy shit. 18-foot python, five-foot alligator. 18 feet. Yeah. And it's a picture of... That is goddamn near two basketball goals. Mm-hmm. That is nuts. Yeah. So they they uh, yeah, it was dead. The alligator they killed the they killed the alligator. The alligator was fully intact. Slight decay on the outer dermal layer. Um. The uh, the the osteoderms, the bony deposits of on the skin, were completely intact. It's so. basically year round hunting. In the Everglades now, because they're trying to cull the population, because it's just it's destroying the entire Genius. ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Yep, fucking crazy. Man. Stupid college kids that could buy Burmese pythons for pets. Yep, I had a roommate in college that had a python. Yep, I got one of my pets. Taking to McDonald's. Pickens had a boa. Mm-hmm. You remember when he had that boa constrictor? Mm-hmm. Fucking idiot. I didn't visit him very much then. <laughs> this isn't really like a, a weird news story, but it, it is interesting, and I want to talk about it. Um. Netflix is eyeing Greta Ger- Gerwig uh, to direct the Chronicles of Narnia movies, the first two not Narnia movies. Doesn't say which two. Um, she did. Uh, well, didn't they already do this? They did three of them, didn't they? They're, Netflix bought the rights in uh, 2018 uh, to basically revamp the whole thing. It was in the wake of. Um, it was after uh, Game of Thrones, and then uh, Amazon bought Rings of Power. Rings of Power, and then Netflix bought. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia. So, um, Gerwig did uh, live action Snow White. Um, it's coming out. Um, she did. Uh, what was the? There was one I really liked. Uh, fuck. 
can't think of the um, Little Women. She did the remake of Little Women, which is phenomenal. Um, but uh, my question is, you're doing the Chronicles of Narnia movies. What are you starting with? You 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 have Magician's two movies. Nephew. Two movies, right. I think. Yeah, so she's going to direct the first two. So what two should be be the first oh, two? But so they're not going to redo the ones that have already been done. They can. Yeah, I, I, think I imagine do, they're starting I, it from I the ground up. I think you'd have to do it in chronological order. I think you'd have to do Magician's Nephew. Well, they've never done it in chronological order. They've always started it with Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. And it never gets past, like, Well, then Prince you'd Cassidy. almost have to use Magician's Nephew as, like, uh, flashback. <clears throat> yeah. You'd, you'd have to tell that story, because that's where the lamppost comes I would from. Well, they've never, I would, they've never told I that know, story, that's what though. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I would have love to, almost, to see Magician's Nephew. Yeah, that a, is that is by far my number one draft pick. You know, it's crazy, like... Since I'm like, since I've been not a Christian, I have no interest in reading those books again. Isn't that yeah. weird? Like, it's yeah. not even a conscious thing. I'm just like, yeah, they're good. I, always, I always loved them. I've, I've read them since not being a, a mm-hmm. Christian. I've read them. How do you read them? Like, as do you just read them as story? You don't read them as like any no. sort of metaphor? No. Just I read think them. I still would. You, I mean, you can find metaphor in fucking anything. So, I mean, yeah. you, I, I might read it as metaphor. I mean, it's just, it's, they're entertaining. You know, there's stories there. And part of the, part of it's bullshit, you know. Fucking Susan. God damn it. Susan, what the fuck did you do? I love, I want a Mr. Tumnus spinoff. Well, and that's the idea is that they would, they, they bought. James McAvoy's a little older to play that. They bought the rights to do that. Is to to expand on the the nope. Narnia universe. Dominic Monaghan as Mister Thomas. I'd watch that. I mean, James McAvoy was pretty fucking great at it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that, that would be my my number one pick. Would be interesting. I'd be interested to see what they do with that. Yeah. So hopefully it gets done. We've been talking about it for fucking ever. So. Yep. All right. That's all I got. I got right. I got more I could do. Yeah, but. we're good. So. I gotta go to bed, man. All right, all right. Let's go into uh, um, fucking twelve thirty in the morning. To the thing. Uh, what 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 do we what, what do we call this next segment? Foofy. Yeah, we're gonna talk. This to is fun. Mm-hmm. Have a long, a long, one. long, long conversation. <laughs> Buckle up. It's not for the faint of heart. If you, if you this isn't your thing, move along. Who Just cares? put your listen to this. Just put your fucking skepticism aside for an hour and a half, and just play. Just yep. play. All right. It's not your thing. It's okay. Who cares? Just play. Yep. All right. Have some go. goddamn wonder. Quit being like Matt. Yeah. Don't be a Matt. For, no, for many reasons. Yeah. Yeah. The settings. We are live. <laughs> We're live. Uh, I will check the settings per Brad's request. I checked them once. Let me check them again. Uh, we've got Daniel and Aaron Irwin with us. You almost said Mr. and Mrs. McMurray, didn't you? I almost <laughs> said Mr. and Mrs. McMurray. Um, so real, the, real piece of shit. She's an 11, but being married to you brings her down to a straight 10. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh my God. <clears throat> uh, so for context, uh, we we had had a, a plan. See what had happened was. <laughs> <laughs> see, the, see the thing is this. We, <laughs> this was the last time I tried to be on the pod. I haven't been on in like a month. This yeah. is our fourth attempt at this or third attempt. Um, it's, it's, been, it's been four weeks, I believe. 
But I think it's our third legitimate attempt. I think. One time I was sick. Uh, one um, time I was sad. One time you were sad. First, <laughs> first time you were sad. Yeah. Second time I was sick, and I believe that you were like beep beep. You, you sad tried to fuck. do it. I think you tried to do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. We Josh and Brad and I tried and. Couldn't figure Dude, it out. That was oh my god! I wish we had a cam ring camera doorbell thing, just to see Matt's epic meltdown. I saw the range. <laughs> There's no. I, I saw those. You were eyes. throwing shit. I'm so mad. I get so mad when shit doesn't work right. Like, so for instance, I spent an hour last night trying to put a goddamn a goddamn right a goddamn filter in my fridge that now I have to wait for a special tool to fix. There's a there's an out of order sign on Matt's fridge. Right now. I swear to God, there is. You, you can see it. It's right here. I can't use swear water. to God. Yeah, sign. you can see it right over Michael's I'm shoulder. At it right Do not now. use water. There's no filter in it. Yeah. God, you are just. You are five eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking average, bud. Jeez. <laughs> oh, That's what I always say. <laughs> so, <laughs> and and then we had uh, and we had Josh's mom on last week. Yes, I really am sad I missed that. That was that good. was a great episode, yeah. man. Yeah. She was fantastic. We need to have her on again. Yeah, yeah next time she's in town, yeah, why just not? have her on just for shits and giggles. Yeah, why not? Shiggles. So this is this is our Halloween episode that we're doing at November fifteenth. <laughs> it's a Halloween's giving. Yeah, a Halloween's it's giving. Turkey season all year round with me. Yes. So. It's, uh, it, can it, it confirm. It's snowing outside, and I'm drinking a, you know, electric reindeer. But it's spooky season. Though. Ooh, those are so oh, good. That is good. I know. Sun like, King, but it's good. Yeah. yeah, it's like the one beer that Sun King yeah. can make. That I'm Gr- just grapefruit like, jungle is pretty good too. But outside of that, uh, we're just, drinking barrel aged motor oil. I, uh, I it turns out I poured the rest of mine out. <laughs> Didn't it like was, it, huh? I, it was just it was too much. It you was just, good. It's strong. You fucking dumped it. Yeah, it was a mouthful. I, I got a couple mouthfuls of <laughs> she it. Said, Man, swished it around. Couldn't take a third mouthful. (laughs) Couldn't swallow. Yeah, couldn't swallow the third one. Third load too much. Well, well, and there it is. (laughs) Jesus, I thought we had our hashtag with it was a mouthful. (laughs) Clearly, that was not the case. Yeah, third load. Third load too. What's the name of your memoir? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Third load too much. (laughs) A Michael Basinger joint. Um, Yeah. So so tell so. Obviously, we've had. Um, who wants to introduce? I'll, I'll introduce yeah, it because yeah, this a lot of this is going to center around um, uh, Aaron Joel Osment. Uh, <laughs> when last time she came to dinner at our house, she sees dead people. Um, well, it turns out. Um, so this is Daniel and Aaron, our friends, um, and friend, uh, friend of the pot, and like legitimate friends. I think <laughs> we've had dinner a few times. Come on, here are you. <clears throat> Um, yeah, Where up. are we? What am I doing here? <laughs> uh, and also, you guys have been in the pub for like four years, something like something that. Something long. I don't okay. know. Too long. Um, years. Okay. So, uh, it, it it wasn't very long before. I think it was the. I didn't really. I mean, we'd had dinner with you guys or whatever at Taxman and just chatted about general stuff, kind of right after you guys joined the pub, I think, and. Then Mandy and I had you guys down for dinner once, and we started talking about ghost shit, 
like it, it, to the point where it freaked out my night with then nine year old scared your son. Yeah, yeah, he still absolutely doesn't want you guys in our house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not the only one, but um, same, but, but for different reasons. Reason. <laughs> um, so anyway, we got to talk about, it and you guys started telling stories at that point. Um, so. Then we had you guys down. This was like a few months ago, I think. Oh, it's been at least eight months ago. Yeah, I mean, it's well, been a while. It's, it's, it's been, a while. It's, it's yeah. been months, yeah. less than a year. Um, and something even weirder happened that I've talked about on the pod. I don't know if we've mentioned that it was you guys that this happened with. You have, but... you have not mentioned it that it was them. Okay. Um, so, but before we get to that story, uh, basically, you guys have, Aaron, especially, Daniel, some but to a lesser extent um like aaron you see i mean literally you see dead people sometimes correct like you know yeah i it's very rare that i see them like i would see a person like i actually you know it's more oh i know i can see in my head got it um but a couple times i've seen physical apparitions but yes yes the actual answer is yes um you guys are in the stuff that I've experienced. I've, I've heard your stories and I know you're not crazy because I know oh, you're good. outside of I've met you and I'm still not sure. About um, that's okay. But I'm a, I'm, I've always been really skeptical of this kind of shit. Um, until I experienced something that I could, that was that couldn't have that been faked. It couldn't yeah. have been faked. Like it just, it, there's, we'll talk about the circumstances, but it just couldn't be. So, we wanted to have you guys on to talk about some of your stories um, of ghost encounters, lucid dreaming, whatever it might be, all of the above, none, whatever you guys want to talk about. Uh, and then we'll kind of finish talking about uh, what happened in my dining room. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, wherever you guys want to start, give us some stories. Well, that's gonna, you want you want to <laughs> take it from the beginning there, babe? <laughs> In the year 1985. When was here's a question. When was the first I time born? Yeah, I was. When Aaron, when was the first time you started becoming conscious that you were hearing things, seeing things? Like when? When did that? When are you first conscious of that happening? I was probably around ten years old, um, and the first encounter i ever had which i've never told this story before oh um well he knows about it exclusive Um, so when i was late elementary school um one of my friend's sisters passed away and i i knew her i mean we weren't super close or anything but I remember that being the first time I had been around anybody that experienced death before. Um, And then all of a sudden, like a week after that, she was in my bedroom. And I was like, really concerned. (laughs) When you you say in my bedroom, what does that, what does that mean? What does that look like? Um, It... A lot of it would happen really late at night and I would be, I would be awake and then I would look up and then there would be a figure 
which with her at, at the edge of my bed and she didn't say anything but I was like okay I can see you and it was weird and it was that was one of the times where it was a physical like it looked like somebody was actually standing there yeah um <laughs> and so I was like okay um I don't know what I, to do with this <laughs> were you were you afraid I mean, was it or was it? Did you have a a sense of like I know that person or I mean, what? I, I mean, personally, I, I would need like new sheets and <laughs> like new pants. I, for I sure. don't think I believed it at first. Okay. Um, it wasn't until I started experiencing more things that I realized that that's what that was. So if so, I'm I'm a skeptic as well. However, knowing you guys and hearing stories, it's like okay, well, maybe there's something to this. The skeptic in me would say, how do you know that that was a thing that just wasn't your your brain projecting? How, even how, now, how, I struggle with that. Okay. So it's I'm even skeptical sometimes. and Can't figure out why the carbon monoxide detector is always going off. <laughs> God, we just we keep replacing the batteries, man. It just won't turn off. We finally just threw it away. <laughs> living with it. You know? It's less annoying that way. Um, and, and he'll... Uh, attest to this you know i will second guess myself every time and you know i will try to find reasons behind everything before i'm like okay well that's what that is right and so it it eventually gets to a point where i just trust my intuition and i trust myself but it took many years to get to that point so did you did you go to bed like how did you like, did you well, fall asleep or did it like check I didn't, out take off? Or? I, I, I didn't sleep for many years. Um, <laughs> I'm so tired, Lieutenant uh, Dan. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's so like tired. A, a, I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> but that specific instance, I didn't really believe what I saw. Okay. You know, I was like, oh, that's, that's weird. I must be sleeping or I must be dreaming or something. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I went to sleep, but then as things started happening and mind you, I was, I was very, very entrenched in the church at this point. Yeah. So I was also like freaking out because anything that I would see or feel or anything like that, I'm like, oh, it's, it's the devil or it's, you know, (laughs) I'm evil. And so I, I dealt with a lot of, uh, shame with that and I would try to find any reason that that wasn't real because I didn't want it to be Why? well yeah yeah I mean I, I think for some people listening they might look at this and go god that would be incredible but like there's a weight to this right mm-hmm. I mean Mandy has certain abilities and things not quite to your level and what you're what you experience but I've seen her experience like dark energies mm-hmm. and be, and then purge those dark energies. Like I've literally seen it happen and she will talk about, it. she's like, it, this sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really sucks. Like to, to be so empathic that you're feeding on energy that people can't even see. And, and for you, you're like, you're <laughs> being visited by, spirits of people that you don't really know necessarily yeah. or i mean there's a am i right in, in suggesting that there's like a, a burden or a weight to that whole thing 100 percent. and if it's not because the i mean the energy takes a toll physically as well as emotionally 
but it's also the people are going to think I'm weird or they're going to think I'm, you know, which I don't really talk about it. I don't go around being, being like, hey guys, you know, except I'm on weird. a podcast yeah. <laughs> where thousands will listen to you. <clears throat> yes. That's okay. dozens, dozens and dozens. So there are dozens <laughs> of us, <laughs> dozens. but you know, just that, that knowing, and especially, you know, growing up where you already feel like you're weird or you're constantly, feeling like people are looking at you and judging you you know that that doesn't stop because it's like oh i i can do something i know is either really really weird or people don't believe in and but i can't help it yeah yeah and then you add know? to that you can't get bruce willis out of your fucking room <laughs> like, it's just the fucking worst guy is and just relentless that's right well <laughs> and when we talk SC. about what happened Don't call it that. with you, Brad? Yeah, I can go into how it affected me after. Oh um, shit! Didn't, did we? I don't think we talked about that, did we? No, after uh, that, I, I, I think when it happened, you guys were like, I think you guys were legitimately scared that like we were going to be like, yeah, we're not hanging out with those people anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like you guys kept being like, are you like you sure everything was okay? I was like, no, seriously, like it's fine. I mean, yeah. Like we're not going to be like. It wasn't like you guys left. We're like, well, fuck that. That's if they came to my house. <laughs> we're fucking out of here. I, in our defense, that's usually what happens. Yeah. And, and ghosts have nothing to do with it. So you know. <laughs> yeah. we're just generally disagreeable we're, people. Gen- people just generally don't like us. <laughs> just real pieces. Just of absolutely off-putting from start to finish. Why do you think we called ourselves Mr. and Mrs. McMurray? <laughs> <laughs> it's really about the fifth gen gash that people get uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, hey, I, I, have, I have a question. Um, so, and speaking of your superhero abilities, um, do you ever have like uh, um, premonitions of things that will happen, and then have them not happen? in a, like a huge scale? Yeah, but I have small things like someone's gonna call me, or and they do. Or yeah, I've had weird shit like that happen okay. to me yeah. on a number of occasions. I this happens to me. I'll with, think of somebody I haven't thought of in ten years, and like I get an email or yeah. I get a text. This happens get, to me with work sometimes, where I'll be like, th- I mean, I'm, this happened like multiple times. I'll I'll think about a store that man, we haven't they haven't mm-hmm. called anything and in forever, in. and literally that day or the yeah. next day, yep. it's like what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, like, and I really yeah. try to balance that yeah. because we as as humans, and especially people who are you know, neurodivergent, um, are very clued into pattern recognition. Yeah. <laughs> so the pattern recognition can sometimes be seen as intuition. Sure. Yeah. And so being like, okay, what is, is that really anything other than me recognizing patterns or is it something else? And so being able to differentiate that, I think also someone who takes this very seriously and isn't like someone who's like, you know, doing readings on TikTok for money or something, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, that, Not being, that there's anything wrong with that. But. Th- there's nothing wrong with that. But there are some people who who use this in a way that's not necessarily on the up and up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I can't wait till you open Madam Irwin's in Anderson, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know about my business plans? It's a premonition. I'll be it's your manager. I'll be your booking manager. Good. Okay. I can do maintenance. All of a sudden, it's like, when did you get a reggae Jamaican accent? <laughs> I, uh, 
I'm not sure that's PC, buddy. This is Miss Cleo Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this came to me, but when I was in high school, I had a dream of someone I'd never met, and then I met them like two weeks after I dreamt about them. Yeah, it's so weird, it's dude. Re- it was really freaking weird. It makes you wonder, like, I mean, that's the kind of shit that makes me go, maybe there are alternate, or like, we s- skip between timelines or some weird yeah. shit. Like, sometimes, like, timelines cr- weirdly cross mm-hmm. for a second, and... Yeah. It's just so well, a lot weird of stuff that, that we're discovering right now is kind of rewriting the laws of physics. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we are sensitive to energy. Like people get close to a magnetic field or stand close to a power station. They're like, this feels really weird. Like, I, d- I don't think that there's any reason why we can't have that sensitivity across distances between people. Yeah. Well, I mean, you talk about quantum entanglement and like yeah. all that. I mean, that's literally what that is. I mean, like we I, transported I, a photon to space. We're good. Yeah, I, it's like yeah. I, I understand skepticism. Like I said, I I still am somewhat skeptical, and even of sure, the things that too. I even some of the things that I've experienced, I'm like, did I? Well, I think that keeps you from being a lunatic. It keeps you yeah. from yeah. doing. It keeps I, you from starting what, an OnlyFans well, where you give readings. What I was gonna say. <laughs> what I was gonna say though you know is. Me? The universe, like, I understand skepti- skepticism, but I feel like a healthy agnosticism either direction is probably good because the universe is fucking weirder than we can imagine. Yeah. It just is. It's it's like mm-hmm. every time they think that they've discovered, they figured things out in physics, like they'll have a discovery that it just completely. I mean, right now, the James Webb telescope is rewriting the history yeah. of the universe, literally. Yeah. Like, so everything is weirder than we think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In in the West, we're highly rational people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's the age of enlightenment. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the age of enlightenment, though. Yeah. Right. The age of yeah. enlightenment is what we were all raised with in the idea that reason is the highest ideal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And we, we don't know what we don't know. And there could be a perfectly uh, uh, solid explanation for why Aaron experiences what she experiences and it could be scientifically based that she is actually like having these experiences and there is like scientific proof eventually it could be proven that that it's not just you know this mystical there could be something scientific behind the what we view as like almost like a mysticism does that make sense? I don't yeah. know what the yeah. fuck Ru- Ruben's doing. He's spilled spilled out. opossum. Opossum. Awesome. Awesome. Oh my god. Aaron's favorite animal. It's a throw out. It's a there was one on our porch like ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a pet possum. I love but, it. Yeah. It knows like, where its home is. Like it, it, we, for us, it, 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 if we hold things um, loosely and experience it with wonder, um, we're in a much safer spot than just disregarding it completely because we can find truth. Uh, in things that we don't understand, you know, and I think Absolutely. that's kind of what I, I mean, we, we need to get into Brad's experience, but I think that's what Brad, Brad doesn't understand that experience, but he found truth it, in that moment. It took it. It took me out of my rational brain because my rational brain, there was no explanation for what was happening. Like I, I couldn't even think of there was there were no arguments to be made to disprove it what i was experiencing like and so it was a transrational experience yeah it it was and uh, let's just fucking talk about it we just keep dancing around it there's other other stories i'll hear other stories well we will we will but i mean you keep dancing around it it's stupid to just keep go well we'll come back to it it's called building tension brad 
It's called, <laughs> it's called edging. That's Matt. called giving a shit about this podcast, which we clearly don't. Yeah. Um, so you guys were, we were having dinner. Like, I don't, I think, I don't, what did I make? Beef bourguignon? I don't know. Something. What? That yeah. sounds. Bourguignon. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. sure, um, the first time you guys came down, I made something spicy, and Aaron's like, I can't eat spicy food. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry it was delicious, that. though. Thank you. Uh, I'm making that same thing tomorrow. Aaron anyway. Make, Aaron makes poopies when she she gets the fire poops. <laughs> um, and fire comes out of my mouth. So, so I want to. I'll I'll set the stage from my end and what it looked like from my end, and then I want you. I want to hear you talk about what was happening in and through you during this whole process. Do you remember okay. anything about that night other than I just do. that it happened? I do. Okay. Um, I I remember most of it, but it'll probably come back more when you just okay. talk about it. So. We were sitting across from the dining room table at my house and we were having dinner and all of a sudden, I, I mean, we're just chatting. I don't even remember what we were talking about. We weren't even talking about anything like this. We weren't talking. We were just chatting about general whatever. And all of a sudden you get up and you go into the kitchen, which is like right next to the dining room. And then you kind of call Mandy over. And I was like, and you guys are whispering in the kitchen. Like, what the fuck is going on right now? And I hear Mandy going, yeah, yes, yeah. And I'm like, God damn, like, <laughs> I'm looking at Daniel. Daniel doesn't have a goddamn clue either. We're just like, I don't know what the hell's happening. It's just so, girl talk. It's just, yeah, just girl talk for no reason. I mean, like, this literally happened, like, mid-conversation. And you guys come back to the table, and Mandy starts explaining um, basically that uh you were communicating with my one of my, one of my dead grandfathers at the time you didn't know which one mm-hmm. um and my papa died damn near 20 years ago it was 2005 is when i moved here okay yeah so like 17 mm-hmm. years ago and grandpa died 5ish years ago 4 or 5 4 or 5 something like that <clears throat> so you know it's been a minute um, and you start asking me questions and you start asking, did you have a grandfather that passed? Like, you know, I was like, yeah, both of them. Um, and I don't remember how we got to exactly remember how we got to who it was, but basically found out that you were talking to my papa who died 17 years ago. Um, at that point, like my brain was like, scrambled eggs i was just like <laughs> what the fuck is ha-? i mean because i mean this literally happened out of nothing we weren't talking about it you knew nothing of my history like any who of any of my grandparents are alive dead like you had no clue so can we stop right there yeah <clears throat> so do you do you remember how you felt at the time like what what made you get up and go hey mandy come here <laughs> because i kept noticing well he was very persistent because normally I wouldn't Sounds say right. anything. Yeah, normally I wouldn't was say anything. Was IU basketball on at the time? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> was there but, golf? He was yelling, shoot the damn ball! Yeah. <clears throat> but, and, and he was, sta- I think the way that we were sitting at the table, he was standing over by you, Brad. And But he kept coming over and like basically like getting into me and i was just like i can't ignore this because i can't focus on what's going on so i mean what does that feel like physically like or is it more of a mental emotional thing um 
it depends. That time it was pretty mental because I wasn't physically like it, there is a physicality to it because okay. it's like any time it's almost like you know when someone's staring at you yeah and you're like you could feel Stop that looking at me schwan <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's that drawing like your tension is okay. drawing in some way okay um and then also because i can see and i can hear it's like almost like somebody's just there in the room and you're trying to listen to other people talking, but they're like, hey, 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 you know. And so finally I was like, oh, my God, I can't ignore this. Um, and that's <laughs> I mean, just I like right there, like, what the f- like, uh, yeah. fucking what? Yeah. I mean, and I-, I was trying to not like because I think I think Mandy actually had got up first because she was clearing. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I was trying to be like, can I help or like trying to be <laughs> inconspicuous and talking a little bit but i didn't want to bring it over because i one didn't know how it would be received and two like you being a shithead and whatnot (laughs) (laughs) you being the waves hand in general direction (laughs) a lot of that is like you don't want to make the whole time you're hanging out with somebody about something like that you know and so i was trying to just be like okay am i actually seeing somebody connected here or is it some random thing that i can be like go away and not worry about it but usually if they have it's my dead neighbor cliff just like for no fucking reason white literally sometimes it is exactly that matt fuck off go like i don't have time for you right now yeah (laughs) go go be in peace or whatever somebody else yeah Yeah. she just walks around with a vial of holy water at all points (laughs) fucking get out of here go go (laughs) but um you know, and sometimes if they have a message or something they are trying to get across, you know, then it's that feeling of, well, maybe it's something important, you know. Um, and so I was just hoping to be like, okay, is this legit? Is am, And there's that skeptic part of me, too, because I could tell that he was a grandfather. I didn't know who or how yeah. or, you know, anything, but I'm like, it's coming. That's how I – and sometimes it comes across as just a knowing. There are different – types of clairvoyance declares you know yeah um and so i was just like okay is this it yes okay and like i would have been okay if that was that but i knew it wasn't going to be the end of that because he obviously was very persistent on wanting to talk to you so yeah. i was like okay well we're 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 doing this i guess yeah. we're here this is what's going on so once we deduced sort of what was happening, who it was. You I got think out. I, I think we figured it out because I could see him sitting in the chair. Yes. In the recliner or whatever. Yes. Yes. Which is what he did all, all the, time. the time. Yes. Yeah. You saw him like you had that one vision of, twi- of him. One of the twin twins threw up in his eye. Yeah, I do remember yeah, that. One of my cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was always kicked back in the recliner watching sports, golf, basketball, football, whatever it was. Um, so you got out this thing, which is it's like a plumb line, I guess. Like at this, and at this point, yeah, I'll be. The I one mean, you're holding up now. Yeah, a hundred percent honest. Like at this point, I was my brain was just screaming. It was just in circle, and, and, and yes, we were. Everybody was one hundred percent sober before anybody asked. One hundred percent sober. Yeah. In like, that's a first. It, <laughs> yeah, the drinking um, came afterward. Yes, it did. Yeah, right. It's like a lamest party ever. Um. <laughs> I mean, Ghost we had like no a glass boot. of wine or Ghost something no with dinner, booze. but like, anyway. 
Uh, you brought it. What's this thing called? It's a pendulum. Pendulum. It's a plumb line. So like, think of uh, a pendulum, Brad. A crystal. It's a crystal on a on a string, like a necklace looking thing. Okay. And at that point, like my brain, I didn't know what to do with anything that was happening because, like, clearly this something happened out of nothing and out of nowhere. Yeah. That you were seeing my grandfather. Um. And then you brought this thing out, and you're like, we can use this to communicate. And my brain, I was like, what the fuck? Is, what the fuck yeah. is happening right now? I have no idea what's happening right now. And so, like, I had my experience of what was happening, and then I had my rational bullshit alarm. Yeah. That was, wee, wee, like, it's like, like, fuck yeah. me, man. Like, so I had this stuff kind of warring inside of me. But I was, at this point, it was like, well, what the hell? There's weirder shit that's happened tonight. Um Wait, that night? So, well, I mean, what the fuck were you guys doing? No, I mean, the <laughs> fact that she was talking to my dead grandfather. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, and also your dead grandfather. He's also yours. Yeah. I don't know um, that. You guys are brothers. Uh, <sighs> His mom banged so your dad. basically what you said is we can communicate. We can communicate with him through this using yes or no questions. Now, he could tell you things but like that we had no idea like because I think I even asked you to ask him some things mm -hmm. that were beyond uh, what what we were doing. Yes or no. It was like beyond yes or no and whatever. Yeah. Uh, it was like kind of. And so you were like, if we ask yes or no questions, I, I don't remember if it was like back and if it swings back and forth, you would stop it like dead stop mm -hmm. above your palm. And it was not moving at all. And we would ask a yes or no question and it would start moving. I witnessed this week asked 20 questions, probably like was so was it, so Aaron was it, it did you see him like flicking it or how was how does that work? No. So it's energy that okay. is then like moved down into the pendulum. OK, so like okay. and he can say I, I don't move my hand. Yeah. And so yeah, and I can attest to that, yeah. too. Like there was no movement happening. And then the thing just started moving. And I think it was like back and forth for yes or and in a circle for no. So like if it moved back and forth, it was whatever, whichever direction that was. And then circle was the other one. And it mm -hmm. would. And so between each question, you would stop it dead. Um, and then we'd ask a question. So I asked him things that only he would know. Yeah. Did you love IU basketball? Yes. Like all this kind of insight. Did you have a, did we have a dog? Did you have a dog named Rocky when I was a kid? Yes. Like, it, like at one point I asked him if he's ever watched me have sex and he said, no. Um, <laughs> so like, that was a relief. Um, he's like, why would I do that? Why yeah. Would I <laughs> <do> that? Actually, <laughs> why would you do that? Um, so we had this, this was going on. And like at one point, you kind of lost him mm -hmm. and you got up and you kind of walked around the house a little bit and you were like, Oh, he's back in the hallway. He's checking on the boys, which Holy fuck. Like he didn't know any of my boys. Mm -mm. <laughs> he only knew one of mine. Fuck yeah. me. And he was just, he, you were like, oh, he's, he told me he's checking. He's just checking on the boys. He's just, I was yeah. like, holy fuck. He's still Papa. Mm -hmm. But like to my kids. Huh. Um, and so he comes back and he asks some other questions. Um, yes or no questions. I asked 
do you want me to say anything to Mama, which is his, obviously his wife, or my mom? And he said no. Um, and I asked, is God real? He said yes. See, that's the one I keep th- I'm like, God damn, what, what do I do with um, that? I asked if he was okay. Yes. Um, and then I think, then what happened was I think the reason for him showing up. You said he wants me to tell you that that thing that you're dealing with right now, it's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. <laughs> um, it's been a bad year mm-hmm. mentally. And it was like he showed up <laughs> just to say, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to yep. be okay. I'm here to help. And since that day, I can't tell you how many times I've been having bad days that I've been in, in my car or driving and just said, Papa, I'll be here. <laughs> um, just the comfort to know that he was watching from somewhere, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we, he and I had a special, had a special bond. Um, I was beyond devastated when he died. Um, he was a, I think a lot of my sense of humor comes from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a jokester. He was a, you know, I mean, I, he's hard to, he's hard to describe. Mm-hmm. He was a quiet man, um, in a lot of ways, but he was also very playful. And I remember mm-hmm. playing basketball with him and out in the driveway and, he had this old guy hook shot he always did. And so, like, all of these memories came flooding back, these great memories. And then for him to say through you, hey, buddy, you're going to be okay. <laughs> what do we call him? Old North Guy? Yeah. In a, I don't even remember why. Um, but in a, in a time where, in a year where there's been days where I wasn't sure I was going to see 2023, um, that was a very comforting yeah. Uh, thing to know um so no so like beyond me thinking holy shit i would never want these people in my house again i've been like itching to like can you come back and talk to him again um i haven't really sensed him well one time since it was shortly after that uh i was home by myself and i'm sitting on the couch there's nothing behind me and i keep feeling like something mm-hmm. like breeze at my neck. There's no fan on, there's no air moving, like nothing. And I kind of stopped and smiled and said, I see you. Um, I mean, if you're going to be haunted, at least it's your pal. Yeah, and he's great. <laughs> right? But I, I mean, will catch, I mean, I will catch Leo, especially one of my cats, just staring at fucking nothing. And I mean, for yeah. like minutes on end, yeah. won't blink. Um, and it'll just be staring at a blank spot in the corner or something. And I always wonder, you know, is it? I don't know. Um, But so let's that's uh, what was. Can you talk about what was happening on your end? Like what that was like to be sort of used as some, I don't know, medium, I guess is the word. I don't know. It's always a little. Try to process how I want. So whenever things like that happen. It is this, okay, I'm going to say something, 
and it doesn't come from me. So, because I obviously can't know these things. Yeah. So I'm going to say them, but then the, there's the other part of me that's like still in that, am I making this up? Am I wrong? Am I, you know, it, it's that anxiety that fights it. So the whole time when I was like, I'm hearing this, I'm feeling this, I'm just going to say it. And that's, I think, why, if I remember correctly, I'm like, if something is wrong, if I'm saying something that's wrong, that's okay. Like, yeah. you can call me out on that. Right. Because um, I can I can only say what I know to say. And so there's, a, there's that, there's trepidation there for me. And I think that's normal. But I also was just like, I can't not tell you these things. Right, right. And when I, I mean, get did it, those... did it feel like? I mean, I think you maybe you mentioned earlier. Did it feel like he's not going to leave me alone until? Yeah. Okay. He was very persistent. He was very funny. Um, <laughs> but it's especially you know when I I go to certain places, they're like, oh, I haven't. There hasn't been other people who can see me or who can talk to me so i'm going to use this opportunity yeah and they they can be very overwhelming because you know that's their chance to yeah to communicate and um it can be very it, it can be a lot um and it can get jumbled because it is just, you know, it's energy that's connecting with my energy. Yeah. So sometimes my bias can come through that. And sometimes like my feelings and emotions can come through that. And so it's a lot of me being like, well, I'm going to do the best I can to say what I can try to understand. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's like, if you're talking to someone who you can kind of speak their language so you can get bits and pieces and then you try to translate to somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, well, I can, I can understand it. It doesn't mean that I can fully express, express it. it. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Plus, you know, I'm a person, it, I'm a person who has, my own feelings and my own fears. And so the, I mean, I, once I get in the groove though, I'm just like, well, I'm just going to go. And I think that's kind of how I got to. It's kind of fun. Yeah. I was just, now that you say that it was like, yeah, you kind of settled in. It was like, okay, they're not going to kick me out of the house. <laughs> He's being very persistent. They seem receptive. Like, let's just fucking do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you did kind of settle in because it was, it was like, you were very uneasy at first to even bring anything up. But luckily, like I said, Mandy has some sensitivities mm. as well. And so I think that's why you were talking with her. Like, yeah. And, you know, that was just another layer of like, oh, I think we're safe here. Like, yeah. and then like you sort of, once you got past that, it was like, yeah, you kind of settled in. It was really interesting. Well, and, you know, there is that feeling of wanting to be safe because this isn't, I'm not the person that goes around and be like, let me do a reading for you and let me do all of this for you. Cause I'm, well, you know, like it's not my personality. Well, and it can know? be, it can be damaging too, to a person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't want to talk to that asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> tell well, him to fuck off. <laughs> and in my, in my experiences, like I've, I have learned a lot with trying to figure out my own gifts and being like, just because I can hear and I can see, doesn't mean that, I have to say anything. 
Yeah. Like the other person might not be ready for it. Sure. Like it's, it's so much, it's so easy to be like, Oh, I have this message for you and put something on someone that they're not in a place to receive it. And it's yeah. not my place to do that. Right, right. So a lot of the times I ask, I'm like, are you <clears throat> open to this or are you okay with this? Because if you're Which not, you did, I yeah, believe. Yeah. Because I've learned that it, it is unfair, you know, which is usually people, people can just place all of this on other people and that affects them. Like yeah. this can really affect people and whether they don't, if they don't believe in it or not, it doesn't matter because that's, that's an energy exchange that they're not asking for. Right. Yep. So, and that's what I believe all of this is, you know, it's, it's, we, we don't fully know what's out there or what's real or what's not real. And honestly, like, I don't care. Sure. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of times where I am like, oh, this, I, I try to understand what I go through, but at the same time, I'm just like, I just trust my body and myself to tell myself if I'm full of shit or sure. if what I am experiencing is outside of outside of myself and everything else, I don't care. Sure. You know, because yeah. what's it matter in the long run? Right. Yeah. And I know this is probably getting a little woo. Who cares? It's our fucking podcast. <laughs> but you hear people talk about like um, frequencies or vibrations or mm. let's say frequencies and it's used radio frequencies as like a metaphor. Like, do you think it's just that some people because not everybody has this ability? I don't think I like. Do you think that just some people are like we're just tuned to different frequencies and there's sometimes that y there's some people like yourself that and and I think Mandy to a, on a different frequency um that are just tuned to certain things that other people it's like you guys just pick up on shit <laughs> that like if other people aren't on it's not like a good or bad thing it's just you guys are just on a different frequency is it yeah. would you agree with that how what what I believe is that we are all capable of okay. of having these gifts. These gifts are not like I'm special and, you know, <laughs> so we, we all are capable of reading energies and experiencing. I don't, I don't know, you know, when it comes to spirits and all of that, like what I believe in and being able to do those things. But I do think that when it comes to, wherever you are in your journey in life, you know, whether you are open and receiving energy and you are somebody who has gone so far and learned so many lessons and have done the work in your life to where yeah. you are at that level. And I, you know, I kind of believe that we have, I don't know if I believe in reincarnation specifically, but like, I don't think our energy just dies. Sure. Yeah. So well, I mean, scientifically speaking, physics says it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. It goes somewhere to something. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, I think there are people who are, who have gone through the cycles and who are far enough along in their journey that they are more open to those things. And people who just 
aren't there yet and that's okay right so that's actually your question is actually a go and brad to lead thank you buddy I don't even know what question you're talking about. But the thanks. one you just asked about, like different frequencies. Already forgot it. Oh, because okay. I mean, Brad, I appreciate you. Too. And we haven't, thanks, buddy. We I haven't really talked to we haven't talked to Mister uh, Mister McMurray at all. Um, all right. Yeah, I mean, I've got a question for Mister McMurray. Well, like you're, I mean, why are you? you such ha- a piece you've of had shit. experiences. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. We were down Caicos. Oh, talking about why? <laughs> we went down Minican. <laughs> I I always tell you. You want to see some pictures and you check out Slit Slam 2022. All right, ask the goddamn question. What was it? I don't know. What day is this? You derailed Um, yourself. I did. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, like, talking about frequencies. Yeah. You're, I mean, I know, I think you've had experiences as well, if I remember you saying this. But I don't, are yours, yours aren't necessarily as strong as Aaron's. Like. Or the same frequency. Or the same frequency. Uh, Yeah, it's different. So, if you want to stick with the radio metaphor. Like, yeah, sure. Why not? Being around Aaron, like right when we were starting to get together. Yeah, that's a funny story. <laughs> we we had a stay tuned. It involves week. lots of MDMA. So, <laughs> <laughs> we have a friend who was living in an apartment right next to like one of the largest cemeteries in the area. Yeah. And it's an active cemetery. Um, but she would talk about like weird things are happening and I don't know what's going on. And there are boot prints like wet boot prints in my basement. Nope. No, (laughs) no, stop. I was on board until that stop, (laughs) but it it was fine. Like, you know, you're next to a cemetery. Things are going to float in and out. And Aaron was down there and there was something that she was actually trying to get rid of. And everybody else that was with us, like pieced out. And I'm the guy who is like grabbing my laptop and grabbing a, the Xbox Connect camera and trying to make an SLS camera to see if something shows up, you know? And I'm like so fucking I, Zach Bagans. I saw a heat signature, man. <laughs> bro, like, bro. With your fucking chest puffed bro. out. He, he's I like, have good. so many thoughts about Zach Bagans. Zach Bagans can eat my ball bag. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Aaron, go down there. <laughs> <laughs> bro (laughs) but like seriously everybody else just pieced the fuck out and i'm down there like curious i don't feel anything i don't see anything but i want to know because i'm like i'm gonna impress this chick one way or the other yeah there we go that's exactly (laughs) it Um, you're so dreamy (laughs) well that's a see dead people So she's like walking me over into this corner where a thing is hanging out. And she's like, do you feel that? Do you feel anything? I'm like, no, not at all. And she's like, okay, well, hold on. Punches you in the face. You feel it now, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so she feel gets these the, nuts. She gets rid of this thing. She gets rid of this thing. And then she just starts bawling. And I'm like, what is going on? I don't understand. She's like, you're never going to hang out with me again. You think I'm crazy now. I'm like, no, this is like really interesting to me. So the more we hang out, like I said, sticking with the, the radio metaphor, she kind of turned up my own volume. Yeah. Because. Is that a metaphor? for something else no <laughs> the frequency is loud i turn your dials baby take it how you want um but well i didn't think we get metaphors for butt plugs tonight but here we are <laughs> well it is the Irwin, so uh <laughs> stick around uh, 
So we're going to call this episode "Getting Pegged with the Irwins." Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I have later, so babe. much knowledge. <laughs> um, oh, but like for me, it's it's almost all physical. So she sees a lot of things in her head, and I very rarely do. What I get is I will see energies and i will feel energies so which let me tell you is a pain in my ass because i'll be like crying i'll be like babe this really had this happened to me today and it was awful and he'll be like squirrel what's that over there <laughs> there's there's something there's something that moved and i'm like ah. no especially like god to be a fly on the wall in that household <laughs> fuck me when, when, when run around like open up cleaning up ectoplasm they have no flies the flies are like fuck this place <laughs> No, we saved the flies for the demons. Um, <laughs> We're going to get to that, too. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Afraid so. So, um, but for me, it's all physical. Like, I will start to tingle usually on the left side of my body if I'm near something. Um, I can have my attention drawn. It doesn't always have to be like I saw a thing, but, um, you know, I can feel something and then I'm, I'm looking in that direction. And to really kind of emphasize the point um, when Aaron started coming over to this house that we now live in, um, she was like, we need to cleanse this house. I'm like, well, okay, whatever that means, let's go ahead and do it. And so <clears throat> break out the bleach. She starts <laughs> puking up pea soup everywhere. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Head turns around 90 degrees or 180 degrees. <laughs> Those are just my bedroom tricks. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about those. Yeah, well. That's how she lets you know she's in She's heat. got three cocksucking G&Ts inside her. Yeah. <laughs> Went all the way around. <laughs> okay, continue. Okay, anyway. Um, but she, like, she goes through nearly every room except the kitchen. And she's like, okay, now come here. And I walk from the far side of the dining room over to the kitchen door. And it's literally like I'm walking into a wall. Like it feels like I'm trying to walk into soup. Right. Because it was just that heavy. And I was like, whoosh, shit. Well, and talk about how your dog used to lay yeah. in the same place. So my now 14-year-old dog who is listening, licking Aaron's hand incessantly right now. <laughs> Um, is Bernie at your house? That's what, that's what I get at night. In my yeah, I had Gwen over that, here a minute ago. He's been doing this entire time. He's just been pacing oh. and licking one of our hands. Um, Same. So, my so dog. That's just a static picture. Michael's my holding my hand he's under a, the table yeah. right now. Hey, I'm not going to tell you what he's holding underneath the table with me. <laughs> Christ. Not a hand. Let him talk. I know we're like, hey Daniel, we have stories. And then we interrupt him every thirty seconds. <laughs> no, we haven't heard from Daniel. Oh, well, no, fuck Daniel. All good. all good. All good. Um, so my dog used to lay in the threshold between the kitchen and the dining room. Like he just lay there randomly. It's like, oh, okay, that's just a spot he enjoys or whatever. And then I start dating her, and she's like, uh, no, hold on, there's something here. Okay. And we, we spend a little more time and, and kind of trying to figure it out. because it's a Mr. Elzebub? I have no idea. Fuck up? God. B. Is there a B. Elzebub? <laughs> you left your headlights on. 
<laughs> B Edeljuice? Is there a B Edeljuice? So, um, anyway, he keeps laying there, and it takes us a little while to kind of figure it out, and she has another friend that comes over who is also sensitive, and she's like, okay, between the two of us, we can figure this out. And it turns out that there was a guy who was here and actually keeping his uh, wife and his daughter that he had killed here oh. as well. Jesus Christ. What Wait, the f- keeping them where? Fuck, I don't think I've like, heard this one. Trapping them here at this house. No, spank you. And the dog. And Jesus the dog. I forgot about the dog. Christ. So little dog, this too. Point, he at killed this point, the dog? When we're, figuring the, when we're figuring this out, my dog is over at my parents, so there are no animals in this house whatsoever. And I keep hearing like a collar jingling. I was like, "Does anybody else hear that?" <laughs> and they were like, "Well, no, but there is a dog, and maybe that's how your brain is processing it. Like, even though when this dog was alive, collars would not have been a thing. That's how you know a dog was here, is that you're hearing a collar jingle." I was like, "Well, fuck." And as it turns out, he apparently uh, was not a bright man, but there was some sort of sickness going through the area and they were essentially mercy killings. And then he got drunk one night and then killed the dog and then killed himself. God. Yeah, I'd be burning that fucking place straight. Mm-hmm. To and the so ground. like, no, but he, he was just he was afraid to move on and he was afraid to like he was keeping his family here because he just wanted to keep them together. And that was the first time I actually saw Aaron channel, and she has no recollection of no, this. No, I don't know. Okay, but, ooh, explain that. Whoa. Yeah, I, we're we're getting there. Okay. So, um, the three of us are actually in the the dining room, and it's like, okay, well, what I <laughs> Me, her and the Lord thing. What? <laughs> She's like, what I want you to do is to say you can communicate through me. You are allowed to utilize my voice but you may not stay in my body. I think those are fair terms. Yeah. You hold on one second. I need to send a text to Beth. What? Don't invite the Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, you fucking need to. It's wild. Ever. It is wild. You'll never have a better dinner. <laughs> you can come over and hang out my yard. Guests. The beef bourguignon was delicious, but wait until she talks to your dead ancestors. <laughs> What's for dessert? Aaron being a medium. Got it. This, this is all still like super new to me, right? So I'm just right, sitting yeah. here like, well, I'm I'm open. Um, and I guess I'm okay with this. I don't know what's going on. And I'm just, I'm watching this. Heck if I know either. Yeah, because she came out of it and she's like, I don't remember anything that just happened. <laughs> Dude, fucking hell. So like we were just having a, a conversation. This is what I dreaded like, about this hey, episode. Look, we're like, hey, look, um, you can, it's okay to move on. Like, you don't have to keep them here and nobody's judging you. It's okay to move on. Take your family with you. Let them be free. And they all crossed over and my dog has not laid in that spot since. Oh, wow. And the crazy thing is, as I was starting to build my own sensitivities before this happened, as I would walk through that threshold, like in one spot just inside of the kitchen, I would sensate, like I would get that feeling on the left side of my body. (laughs) And after that, like, I mean, he left a hole there, so his energy was still present, but it faded. And until this day, the dog does not lay there and I walk through there and don't feel a thing. (laughs) That's so fucking wild, dude. (laughs) 
And this place is a lot better now, but it because he left such an energetic hole, things were coming through constantly for a while. Yeah, I mean, like you're talking like a fucking Stargate or something. Like energetic hole is your mom's nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Energetic hole is the name of the episode. (laughs) There's your hashtag. Uh, I mean, I, I, I just don't even. I don't know. I don't even know. I had never. I don't think you guys had told me that one. I don't think I had heard. That I haven't one. told you pretty much any story. I haven't told you. That's shit. not true. You well, told us. We some, got you the told next me Halloween episode sorted out. <laughs> you told me about uh, when you lived in England. Yeah, those were mild. Those were good. Okay. Oh, they're English. Yeah, like fucking Nigel. Yeah, Nigel English and ghosts. the boys. Yeah. yeah. No, that was like with his uh, shitty ghost teeth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nearly headless Nick. Like what the fuck? I when I. <laughs> Do you like? Do you want to hear stories? Yeah. Oh, if, whatever you guys want to tell, sure. So, like, mild stories were when I were in when I was in. We England. only want the spicy ones. <laughs> well, I don't know if you'll believe some of the other ones because. <laughs> I believe you talked to my dead grandfather. I think we're fine. <laughs> so, uh, when I was when I was in England, we stayed. The manor that we stayed in was built in like the eighteen what? 1800s yeah See, don't uh, look at me <laughs> well um and so the, the i was asleep and i felt my bed like like someone had sat <laughs> oh i think you've told this bed. wait did you i feel like i've heard the story i think you I came think over one been... night no 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 no, 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 no i think no, was it i think i submitted it did i submit that story oh you might have or... called you might voicemail. have okay yeah i yeah you go ahead and tell it. <laughs> he's like the ghost is like the pedo and in betweeners yeah <laughs> pedo well, kennedy rubbing her leg yeah, Where they, yeah it's they, pedo kennedy yeah it felt like someone sat at the foot of my bed and so i could feel the bed pressure go down and then i kept hearing my name so i kept i woke up and nothing was there but there was like an it felt like an like an indent at the right, like somebody a physical thing was there. Yeah, and um, oh, see, that's the freaky shit. That another I, one was the second time I was in England, I saw a little like a, a drummer. How how in the wars they would have like the drummer boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I I that was one that was actually We're getting physical. There physical apparition so it looked like someone was um at the foot of my bed and it was this young boy in the, like, the british uh soldier uniform oh wow standing there um need some bread miss <laughs> i was like okay well this is happening cup of tea um i'll give you a paper for a copic <laughs> <laughs> um i think uh the, one of the I can tell you one of the scariest things that's happened to me. How'd you know he's British? Do you have like big teeth and because I was in England. <laughs> yeah, you idiot. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you big dumb idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he had bad teeth and you insulted Lizzie and he freaked out. <laughs> he freaked out. <clears throat> um, well, if he's from the eighteen hundreds, she was still the queen. Then, yeah, so. right. I mean, <laughs> like, God damn, she was still around. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Um, <laughs> God damn it! Sorry. Um, one of the the scariest things that happened to me 
Um, yeah, I want to hear some. I was going to ask you guys about dark. Like, what are some stories of like dark energies and stuff that you've encountered? Okay, um, so I can tell the one. So the house that I grew up in, you know, we the built, one. Well, one one of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the house I grew up in, my my parents built, so it wasn't like it was this really old house. But for some reason, the hallway that was up upstairs that leads to my room. I felt like it was some kind of fucking portal or something. I don't know what is up with this hallway, but it was scary as shit. And it's still not great. It's by still the way. not great. Um, <laughs> but I one day. So when when spirits are around for a really really long time, they can become lost souls. Right. So if they don't move on, or mm. if um, they are holding like really a lot of energy, like really dark energy. Mm-hmm. Um, they can start to what we call turn and that's when they become not human. There are no official terms for any of this, by no. the way. So right. Uh, not human works. I get that. Not human. So one day, like the Wraith from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's actually, much. yeah, yeah. It's a great analogy. Yeah, it's a great analogy. Yeah. Um, I, basically like opened my bedroom door and I, I don't know why I just felt like I need I don't know if I was going to the bathroom or I don't know what I was doing but there was this entity and all it was it was like you know how like in the ring it was like the sunken gray skin and black hair that just hung nope, down fuck yeah, that. so like what my face looks like most of the day <laughs> but all it Sunken, was she, defeated, depressed. she was just torso legs and head oh, dude fuck uh, this and she was coming at me nope no nope. like like what you would imagine like someone using their arms to pull them along like lieutenant Dan. like that russian girl that thought she was a dog for like 30 years yeah yeah. So, <laughs> or the people that think they're horses. And this was a long hallway, and she was coming, coming at me, and sunken gray skin, black hair, like. And I was, I immediately like slammed my door, and I was like, no. And I <laughs> hard pass, hard pass. And this was so I was still living at home, like my parents' house, and this was like, oh, I'm going to hell. Like I just saw a demon, you know, I was going to ask how the church played into any of this, but go ahead. I, for many, many years, I remember staying up even through like all through high school, I would be up till two, three in the morning singing hymns in my head. (laughs) Oh shit. Because I was like, and I was like, if I sing this, if I sing awesome God or whatever, you know, (laughs) um, then they can't get me. And I had so much spiritual shame because I was like, I can see these things and I can't help it. It's not like I'm like calling it. You you felt cursed. I felt cursed. And I felt like I had to do so much more as a person to win God's love because. (laughs) How's therapy going, Aaron? You doing right? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. That (laughs) That might be something you want to bring up. (laughs) Holy shit. But you know, and and so I was like, why do and why do I, why is this happening to me? You know, and I didn't tell anybody. And 
so I'm sitting there, like, laying in bed, like, two in the morning, singing any gospel I, song I can think of, and I'm like, I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. Because Weird. I'm... And a story that is actually very interesting. So there is an entity called the Hat Man. <laughs> You You've can, lost like, me already. See, we start naming shit. Already, I'm, I'm like, fucking out. I'm like, absolutely okay. not. You can says, Google. G'day, you mate. Can Google <laughs> hat <laughs> man. I'm and the hat man. But it's like the student <laughs> scat man. Like, you'd think it'd be scary, but he's just pathetic. He's just no, sad. No, no, no. No, 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 So he's, he's, I guess, like, years and years. Like, he is very much entrenched in um, folklore. But I had no idea that he was. It was an entity that has been around for like hundreds and hundreds of years. But um, I called him the Top Hat Man, and he was one that I would see at my at the foot of my bed. It was this (laughs) this shadow, and it was this man, and then he had like a bowler hat. But I didn't know what a bowler hat was, so I thought it was a top hat. Until you saw me, <laughs> until you saw meet the Robinsons, and then you're like, "Oh, that's a top hat or a bowler hat." Got it. And so, for many, yeah, that is what I saw. Oh no. my god, no! I've never heard this. Looks like Cad Bane. He does yeah, it look like, like fucking Cad so Bane. You know, I have never heard this. I would see him stand at the foot of my bed for years, years, all the time. Well, no wonder you didn't fucking sleep. Dude, Jesus seriously, Christ. I would have been a heroin addict. Like and whatever can knock me the fuck out. Like no, I just went to church. Just all eating fentanyl like a, with a spoon. And Jesus. So I call him the Top Hat Man, and he followed me f- anywhere I went. And um, apparently, it's like it's not a good thing if you see this. Aaron, it. this is fucking terrifying. Like I hate the. I have to walk home in the dark from this podcast. <laughs> I'll I'll drive you. Seriously, I, yeah, honest I, to God. Yeah, like, we're not we're not doing that, that tonight. Noise. This is the so, night you disappear. I'm not doing that. Because <laughs> you're gonna come here and haunt my ass, and I'm not living with that shit. I tell you that right now. Luckily, he's gone. I don't see him anymore. But she gave him to you, Brad. Yeah, right. Fuck. Shut up. God damn it. <laughs> fuck off. God damn it. So, but so help me God if I see that motherfucker. Life, for most of my like youth into I was like 27 or 28 when I stopped seeing him. And so but he would just always be there at the foot of my bed looking at me while I'm like trying to fall asleep. And I called him the top hat man. And I had no idea that he was something that other people saw or in folklore. Until nope. literally, like within the last year. Nope. Yeah. Is that what it looked like? I only okay. saw the shadow. I didn't see the face. Of course you did. <laughs> I, I'd be like, dude, are you I'm trying like, to jerk off? When, when this is happening, when you're growing up, are you talking to your parents about this? Are you talking about this to anybody? No. Or do you just eat this? Like, I just ate it. God. No. That, I can't because- imagine. I thought like what that felt like, how isolating that would have felt. I was I didn't realize how much childhood trauma I had, but I same. Yeah, yeah. Line up, sis. Jesus. I would try twenty. Like I would try to be such the good girl because of all of this. 
So I was like, I have to be the perfect daughter, the perfect friend, the perfect everything, because otherwise I can't get into heaven. Yeah. Oh my God. Holy shit. That is, I, so anytime I made a mistake or anytime something bad happened, I was like, yep, yep, because I'm destined. I'm all of this happened. So anything was like a mark on the board against me. And did you did you feel like if you messed up, you were going to be visited by more of this shit? Yeah. Or, well, and conversely, did you think if you did enough good stuff, you'd, they'd fucking leave you alone? It was to the point where, like, you know, library day at school where you would go to the library and you had yeah. to like return your library books? Of course. If I couldn't find a library book or something, I was sobbing, praying to God to find library books. Something to read so you didn't have to deal with this shit. Because if I made, if I did something wrong or if I made a mistake, then that is going against me in whatever poll, whatever, like, book <laughs> there was. God, and then I, I was so worried hug. that Jesus. something would come and visit me. Man, I thought Daniel, I had childhood Daniel, you, trauma marked around the church. You fucking hug My her, please? God. Jesus. Well, and that's why when I started questioning the church, you know, when I started having all of the, the I think I've talked about this in the pub before, but like the friend that really fucked me over and betrayed me yeah. and, and did all that, she's the friend that like helped me understand my gifts and huh. she was the one actually here who um helped us find once this yeah place. but when i started going through all of this i would turn to her and i'm like but i'm a christian and i believe in god and i can't do this so what do i do it was this pull of i want to understand this and i want mm. to come to terms with this well, there's a condemnation on it yeah a, but a how perceived do do condemnation yeah this was a really bad night to take an unknown amount of milligrams of edibles i'm just gonna <laughs> tell you, like speaking from the point of view of a friend i'm riding a sweet wave right now. jesus so. christ uh so tio asked did those entities treat you as a threat i've had that happen yes oh god she's gonna um, say it she's gonna tell the story do it she? yeah fucking I, I don't care if we do anything else let's just talk about this this will be a nine hour episode fuck <laughs> it <laughs> I do have to work tomorrow. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, so some go of fuck us do, yourself. asshole. <laughs> I it's it's. Barky. I've had quite a few that I think were just bad, evil, angry. Anyway, um. So like but, me, but a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. agree. It's fine. Like, don't die anytime soon. Yeah. Like Matt. yeah. Don't, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Go to therapy before you die, please. Yeah. But no kidding. There are stories. Yeah. Do we want yeah. more stories? Do we want to talk about when I was possessed? Uh, yeah, let's yeah. let's end on that one. That's that sounds like a good. That sounds like a good, yeah. Good closer. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the times if I have entities come through here all the time and they're like oh <laughs> you know as they do as like they i love do. that you just say that so nonchalantly like everybody at home is gonna go oh yeah i know what that's like it's like oh, the underground God. railroad for ghosts <laughs> oh daniel just spilled his beverage or was it a ghost so, um, party foul uh so sometimes i get people who are you know it's it's like people in life you know people who are just assholes you know it doesn't change just because they're dead you right know? yes um 
but the longer that their energy is dark or angry, it builds and it grows. And especially because I can feel that and I can sense that and I can talk to them there. They are. I'm like a lighthouse. Yep. Yeah. So yep. it's very easy to attract anything. Well, and anybody with an amount of ability or an amount of sensitivity that they, they are just attracted to that because it's like, Oh, them, they can see this. Yeah. Which is why the ghost hunting shows are really funny for me to watch. Yeah. But anyway, they're um, all bullshit, right? Some, some, <laughs> yeah. Here's like, um, I saw that. Saw that too. <laughs> I saw him at the foot of my bed. There, there have been some, uh, sidebar like we'll be watching <laughs> and i will just pause and be like right there fucking in that frame and she's like uh-huh press play press play now so anyway continue all right talk about getting possessed <laughs> yeah. oh my this god my what god. the hell are you what the fuck was that what? you've never done that before <laughs> i'm <laughs> Nobody could see that shit. Oh my god! If you're not paying the five dollars to get into the fucking dude, the speakeasy, eat a bag of diarrhea. That was worth the price of admission right there. So the rest of the night, you just need to randomly pop that shit up for us. So for anybody listening, Michael's just in our video chat, posted like the most depressing picture of masters in history. It looks like a mugshot of a guy just got caught jerking off in public. <laughs> Holy shit. <sighs> oh, my God. So you said something about it. So it looked like me, and I had that thought, oh, oh that picture. <laughs> it's like, so I've been silently figuring out how I can get that onto here. That's, and that's, that's how long, I tell how you long what, 300-whatever episodes, that's the oh. best thing you've ever done in this podcast. <laughs> that was fantastic. I feel a hashtag blessed. Oh, <laughs> my God. All right. Go back to your story about being possessed. Oh, okay. So um, the, the theater that we are involved in is just haunted as fuck. Right. You've, you've told me you about told that. that. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so we were like, okay, we're going to go in. We're going to cleanse this place, like try to make it not so damn depressing all the time. And do you want to? It's probably easier for you to tell the story. It's uh, okay. So trying to put the timeline together sometimes is a little difficult because it was not all at once. It was not like one night. So we, I mean, the night that I got, yeah, it was the, one night. So yeah, it, it kind of came to a head there after a while. So I'm still growing in my sensitivities and um, some of us, most of us who are, uh, involved in the theater who had keys were in there at one point and um, sometimes it was just a good place to go and talk and then you would notice things and the way that things manifest for me a lot of times is you know that mirage um, off of a hot road and you just kind of see that mm-hmm. mirage rising that oftentimes is how I see energy and specifically entities okay that makes sense so I will see that, and for some reason, for whatever reason, that's elevated when it's dim. 
So we would only have the aisle lights on and we'd be in there talking and I would just start to see like this little shimmer out of the corner of my eye or I would feel pulled in a certain <laughs> fucking <direction>. predator. <laughs> saw the telltale Daniel. shimmer. Daniel covers himself in mud <laughs> just to go to work. <laughs> hey, that is my skincare routine. Thank you very much. <laughs> Holy shit, buddy. It shows. Oh. <laughs> Hey, I could look like that picture that just popped up, right? <laughs> I mean, goddamn you if you do. I mean, seriously. <laughs> that is so good. Oh, I want no, that to shit. be a new feature on this podcast. Oh. Any fucking picture just randomly. Any depressing up. picture of Matt that you oh. have, and there are hundreds. <laughs> just, just you just gotta scroll through our thread, man. Yeah. Holy shit! All right. Movies. Oh my god. So, like. At this point, like Aaron and I were, were practicing, like, she's like, do you feel me actually passing energy to you? Like she would put her hands on me. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, I can feel it. She's like, okay, now try and send that back to me. And I just keep noticing stuff. And again, stuff passes through this theater <sighs> all the time. But what we figured out is there were like three resident entities and one that we eventually referred to as big bad. Oh, you told me about Big Bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you were at my house, you told me about Big yep. Bad. I love the story. So, keep it's going. like a turf war. Yeah. So we went Turns in. Turns out it's just some times. ghost named Kyle. Like, get the fuck out of Kyle. <laughs> Big Bad. Most Kyle fuck are, you. Take your Most monster energy Kyle's, and get the fuck out of you here. You just walk in like, fuck you, Kyle. have been dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying this universally applies to all Kyles, just the Kyles that have been in my life. So we can call him Kyle. But That's fine. Kyle. Um, so we keep going in and, and experiencing more things. And there were times like things were hiding in corners and I would go up just and kind of feel what was there. And Aaron would be further, um, further down in the house. And I'm like, I don't want to turn my back on whatever's here. Like, I don't want to turn around and walk away because I don't want to have my back showing to this thing. And she's like, okay, I'll come up. And like, she's a badass when dealing with this stuff. She just um, moons it. <laughs> she's like, no, seriously. She, she, especially when I was kind of coming into my own, she just really was like, okay, I got this. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, like I would slink away. Go slams a monster. Kyle. So it's just Kyle. It's just Kyle. It's just Kyle. It's just Kyle. He's an asshole. Yeah. Um, but what smells like cabbage really small. Stop man. it. Shut up. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. What in, what ended up eventually happening is the same time that we found what was here in this house, the same person went with us to the theater and she was like, I came from Alabama to meet you. Oh shit. With a banjo Still on my knee. <laughs> <laughs> and so there it's the dead giveaway with no teeth. <laughs> fucking pockmarked face from all the meth. <laughs> we're never we're never gonna get through this if you keep oh flashing that fucking picture up. If you're Jesus not in the Christ. stream yard, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Oh my God! You hear that, Ed Paul Fry? Pay your five dollars. Five dollars a month. Holy shit! Just oh. for the, just for this episode. Oh my God! <clears throat> <laughs> so, 
So anyhow, um, where the hell was I? I don't fucking. Uh, she came from Alabama. Yeah, oh, Alabama yeah, to so meet you. Like I came. She's yeah. like, I came from Alabama to meet you, motherfucker. Um, to Big Bad, and it was kind of like defeating the mini bosses and then having to face the big boss. Um, so there were a, a few of us who, by being around Aaron, had kind of started to experience things. <laughs> Sound like she's um, a virus. <laughs> Yeah, I, I gotta do that. Got a case of the Aaron here. You run lives and then you marry them. Thank you very much. So anyway, we we kind of we kind of get through this whole thing of energetically battling the mini bosses, and then it gets to the point where we're down to big bad and the other two mini bosses were, were taking orders from big bad. Um, so like they would, one of them wanted to attack really badly and he kept pulling them back. Um, and energetically we were able to actually banish them. You get to big bad and we find Why can't out. You just say that like, okay, <laughs> the fuck? Like, that's not going to take a half hour to explain. <laughs> I feel like we're talking about dungeons and dragons. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it. I rolled a 38 or whatever. Fuck. <clears throat> so, and you move on. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to explain when you start to get into yeah. the, the detail of, well, this is how long it took. And this is exactly what happened. And this is how many times I said the Lord's prayer or whatever. Um, but you start to get into these things and it's just, you can't explain it. Yeah. You can't you explain the it. Lord's with, prayer. <laughs> Uh, fucking amateur <laughs> noob <laughs> that's so fucking funny Aaron just critiqued his ghost hunting skills <laughs> oh my god what even is happening right now you're using the Lord's <laughs> prayer you bitch god you basic <laughs> ghost bitch god doesn't live here anymore <laughs> god but she and her her friend were standing on stage and just kind of being aware and kind of looking before any of this even started and aaron just turns to her and goes did you hear that and she goes yeah and they both say at the same time i am the director of this play and that was big bad <laughs> talking to the two of them that they turned and said that to one another <laughs> Turns out you guys were putting on a production of Beetlejuice, so it just made sense. <laughs> so it gets to the point where we're we're dealing specifically with Big Bad, and, and it's like Kyle. He won't he won't come out. He will not come out and actually. He's shy. He's shy. And Maybe he was gay. In the theater, <laughs> like well, that would be an yeah. issue. Surely, ye Jess. <laughs> That's fair. Bell. Bell. <laughs> Note to self, don't be gay in Indiana. <laughs> Michael's a poet with the soundboard. God, <laughs> it is so fucking perfect. All right, keep going. <clears throat> so it turns out that Big Bad is actually holding like 30-ish souls that he's using as batteries. Jeez. <laughs> Fucking what? I'll explain this. That sentence is the craziest thing I've ever. Especially when when people pass away, 
they have to have energy. Right. Right. Yeah. So as living people, we have the energy. I've literally read like novels that this is the plot, like <clears throat> that ghosts have to like consume other things in order to survive. Yeah. Cause other, everything is energy. Right. So like <laughs> when they turn in like that, they will try to find anything they can to generate energy. We had batteries, like fully charged batteries for our mic packs that we use at the theater that I would charge the night before and they would be dead the next day. Yeah, that's like a that's a thing I've always heard about ghosts and different energy entities like that, that like camera equipment, audio equipment will fail. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it makes sense if it's something that has to feed off of energy to make itself known. So like. When I say he was using them as batteries, he literally was. He was even using the batteries as batteries. And it took... There's, there's a room down in the basement of the theater that we have lovingly referred to as the kill room because it is just this shut-off room that used to contain some ventilation equipment, and it's just a dirt floor and a really low ceiling, and it goes back a ways, and basically anything that was in there is just trash. Well, we use it as storage now. Yeah. <laughs> now. Take of the easy. bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, John Wayne Gacy. Christ. So, <laughs> her friend, who shall still rename, remain nameless, um, was like, okay, we're going to have to separate because we're too much as a group, and he doesn't want to deal with this. So she and Aaron went into the kill room. <laughs> see, <laughs> see that's, that's not a fucking sentence that should be said ever. Like, I, what the fuck? Yeah, they went into the kill room. Oh, okay. And I've, I've got my ear pressed to the door because I obviously can't see in. I have no idea what's going on. And I hear mumbled conversations starting and all of a sudden it just goes silent and I hear... <laughs> <laughs> it was Vincent Price. <laughs> he just got so I, I, I hear I hear video. this laughing. I hear this laughing and I hear Aaron's voice, but not actually Aaron's voice go. This is a nice body. <laughs> oh shit. Well, at least it's complimentary. I mean <laughs> it's been a long time. I might keep it for myself. And I'm like, what the fuck? Again, still new to this, right? Breaks so, out his proton. I mean, pack. it's not like I'd ever been possessed before, so <laughs> it was new to me too. Aaron's like, it was just a Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> I take Wednesdays off to prepare. Yeah. <clears throat> so her her friend is like, yeah, you're not getting out of here. You are you're going someplace that is not here, and you're gonna take your friends with you. And you're going to leave everybody else that you've been using here behind so they can go their own way. And then you start to hear like mumbling and moaning and you hear Aaron start to cough. And what was happening was he was actually trying to escape her body at that point. And her friend actually put her hand over Aaron's mouth and was like, nope, not that way. This is not how you get out of here. Yeah, what? I don't remember any of this. Yeah, you're like your energy is going to leave her body and go someplace else. You are not coming back into this theater. 
<laughs> okay, so <laughs> I, I don't even fucking know. I, what don't, to say. I don't know. I, uh, Aaron, you don't remember any of this. I don't remember any of this. Do you remember going into the room? I remember going into the room and I had to say, like, I accept. You know, I had to be open to this happening because we both agreed this was the only way for this to end. But I don't remember any of this. Can like, you just and like we haven't move talked- theaters or, uh, <laughs> or you know, burn it to the burn fucking to the ground, fucking ground, and piss on the ashes. Like, <laughs> and we haven't really talked about it since. So I'm hearing this for the first time. Well, too. I mean, we we talked. About <laughs> I'm hearing the time I was possessed for the first time. We I, talked about it. In bits well, and pieces, I didn't want to talk really, about we it. We haven't really put yeah. it all together for a long time in terms of what all happened. Because I it. It was not great. It you know? messed you up. For it a messed while me too. up for a while. So I, this is the first time me like hearing what happened. So. Yeah. Oh shit. So. Okay. So <laughs> I hate to I hate to go back, but Aaron, you wanted said you wanted to mention how talking to my papa affected you in the days. You mentioned something earlier, and we never got well, to it because I have had experiences where I've where I have given messages or I have, you know, um, used my gift in that way that has not gone over well. And so I think I, the day we got home, like the day after, I think I was an anxious mess for like the rest of the day going, I just messed this up. They're not going to want to talk to us anymore. <laughs> They're not going to want to be friends with us anymore because I can't, will, I can't. Will just... you, will you message them and make sure they're okay? Yeah. Like, like because I've lost, friend, I've lost friendships. Sure. It over makes that. sense. Sure. And so I was just like, and, and you guys were not people that I was okay with that happening to, you know, cause this community is so important to me. Sure. And so I'm like, I just fucked this up and <laughs> everything. They're going to think I'm weird and all this. Like I was a mess and I, just- I do remember Daniel reaching out and being like, you guys okay. And we were like, yes. Yeah. No, that <laughs> like it didn't been- even like register. Like at no point were we ever like, well, that was <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> Well, and and I have had such negative experiences. Yeah. Like anytime something like that happens, because especially when I get in the mode that I was in, where I was just giving information and giving it, and like where I felt okay, you know, the aftermath is usually not great. And so that's like, oh, I was like, I I let the mask down, and I let yeah. people know what I'm capable of, and I yeah. I let them know who I was which I don't ever hardly do ever. And so when I finally do that, I'm like, Oh fuck. Like, you know, it can go one of two ways. It can go, Oh, everything's fine and not a big deal. And I trust you, which is not ever, doesn't ever happen. Or, um, yeah, I like you're fucking weird and I don't ever want to talk to you again. Yeah. You know? So, that's where my mind was was like yeah i just fucked all of this up yeah all right um, we, we got a, a question from to well let me let me tell you real quick before you get to that oh question and then oh my god Brad. i haven't told this story before it's really <laughs> short i don't want to speak for my wife a whole lot because if she wants to come on and talk about what she experiences she can <clears throat> but here's why it didn't freak me out so we were driving through ohio once just me and her 
along the Ohio River, and it was an old river town. Um, like it just felt old. It was one of those that like mm-hmm. you're driving through it, and you're you're seeing like right along the river old abandoned factories and all like sure. It just like it almost transports you back to the early 1900s, late 1800s. You knew that town was hopping at one point. So we're talking about that. Like we're just chatting like, man, this town, like it's just crazy. Like you think about what this town was like, you know, a hundred years ago, what it looked like. It was probably just hopping, you know. So we're talking and all of a sudden, like she stops talking, like just completely shuts down. And I look at her, I'm like, and she has her eyes closed. I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, no, I feel sick. Mm. And I said, what? Like, why do you feel sick? She's like, something attached itself to me. And I said, oh, I remember you. you yeah, I think we told yeah. you guys about yeah. this. I said, I think uh, you talked about it on the podcast. Have I? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So anyway, I said, okay. Um, <clears throat> and she's like, I was trying to, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm like, I don't know what to fucking do here. I'm just driving. Um, and she's like, it'll be fine. Just be quiet. I just need to deal with this. And so she has her eyes closed for a couple of minutes and all of a sudden she pops her eyes up and she goes, okay, we're good. And I said, what the fuck was that? (laughs) What the fuck just happened? And she said a dark energy attached itself to me when we were driving through that town. And I said, okay. And I said, what, what was that like? What do you mean? She said, it was something that needed to be released. Mm. It needed, like, there was something, it was like it latched onto, it was like the frequency thing. Mm-hmm. It found a frequency and went, okay, this I can attach to. Yeah. Like, or, yeah, like, and it, and so she, it attached to her and she, I said, what did you do? She said, I told him it was safe, it was okay, and that could be, it was fine to go. Yeah. And it left. And she was fine. And it was like, that was it. Once again, my rational brain went, don't know what to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> I know my wife. I've known her for goddamn near 25 years. I know she's not insane. It, yeah. it was just one of those things that, like it took my, it took my logical brain and just threw it out the window. Um, so when you, that's one of the reasons like what, what happened in our dining room didn't really freak me out. Right. It was weird. Yeah. Well, it was, yeah, it was weird. It was weird, but like at no point was I like, well, I can't be anywhere near these people anymore. Yeah. yeah. Because I kind of live with one. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, yeah. Uh, so go ahead and ask Tio's question. Tio says, okay, I have a question. I worked at a grocery store. I, I worked in a grocery I've store this story from uh, that was haunted by passengers of a 747 crash with no survivors. Do you think they even realize they're gone? They may not. Um, there's, there's a couple of different ways that ha- what happens when people pass is either they don't realize that they're gone. And so they either continue on doing the thing, the normal things that they would do. Um, or they realize that they're gone and they're trying to either do things that they need to do to fulfill whatever that's keeping them there so that they can pass on. But sometimes, especially in tragic deaths, it can happen so quickly that the, the energy is, is caught in like a loop. Okay. Yeah. I mean, would that not be the definition of hell? 
And well, that's, that's why I don't believe in hell in the way that right, like fire I, and brimstone and all yeah, that. But like the idea that you're just like stuck in a loop where you you think you're alive, but you can't com- you can't communicate. It's Groundhog's Day for dead people. I mean, that's I fucking that's a nightmare. Conversation with Aaron, I'm like, you know, since all of this has opened up to me, would not hell actually be like we make our own hell by sticking around? Yeah. yeah. Like we choose not to move forward. Like we we've had a similar to what Aaron was just saying. We had a guy who was working under our sink one time who was doing some plumbing. We had a guy who was sitting at my desk working on my computer. Like my computer wasn't doing anything, but we could both be like, yep, there's someone there. (laughs) (laughs) And I could I could see him like Gerald. Good to see you. And he was a late middle aged heavyset man with glasses. Same. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I don't I also don't necessarily believe that once you die you cross over and then that's it. Like sometimes especially in these situations if people pass away like our energy goes out into the universe how I believe and they can just be it's just like your 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 um papaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know like whether there's a heaven or I don't believe there's a hell, but it's not like once you pass into that realm, you're just you're gone forever. Yeah, it's like, almost like like he went. I mean, he was in his sixties when he died, so he wasn't like young, but he was too young. Like he was actually in. Yeah. He went in for like a. I mean, if you can have a routine heart procedure, he had yeah. a routine heart procedure. He dies of sepsis and pneumonia like yeah. two weeks later. Like it just went completely to hell. He it wasn't his time. Yeah, and it's I think almost that was another thing too because I kept when I was trying to figure out who it was, I was like something with the chest. Yes, yeah, okay. yes, yeah. It was one of the ways that we figured it out. Yeah, and it, it's almost just like it, it was almost like he had so much more that he needed to say. Yeah, sure, or something like it, it just wasn't it wasn't his time, quote unquote. He wasn't ready to go. Whereas like my my other grandparents that just died a few years ago were like 90. It yeah. was just like they and, they and I think they were at peace yeah. when they yeah. died. It was just like, yeah. on my, fuck me, man. Just take me already. Like my, it, you're, my, you're done with your meat suit. Yes. But your energy is you're still you. Yes. And but Papa was still playing golf regularly. Mm-hmm. He was still active like. He just like it was almost like he did. He he went so early. He went er, too early. Yeah. And it was almost like there was some residual that just was like sticking around. Like I just wasn't time. I don't know how any other way to explain it. There are experiences I've had, like the house that we live in actually belonged to my grandmother. And she passed when I was a senior in college, uh, junior in college, excuse me. And. She was so miserable for so long. She was dealing with Alzheimer's and dementia and cancer. And we sadly just kept pulling her along until she couldn't make it anymore. And one night my mom was over here and I was at school and I got the call that she had passed. But my mom had given her permission. She's like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. The kids are grown, like everybody's taken care of. It's okay. And I promise you, the feeling I get being in this house is she crossed like that. Yeah. She yeah. was just yeah, done. Man. That's it. Yeah. My last grandparent, my other grandmother, 
passed last March. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So she passed last March and she was 95 and still kicking along. And she was living in assisted living. The nurses came in and checked on her at like 2 a.m. And she woke up and she was joking with them. And at 4 a.m. she was gone. <laughs> and they think that she probably just had like a fatty embolism or something. Just right, like an aneurysm or something. Yeah. yeah. And we went to the funeral because when Aaron and I were getting together, she was like 90 and in the hospital. I remember going down for her birthday party in the hospital. <laughs> and when we were at the funeral and we were standing next to her casket, Aaron looks at me and I goes, I just said, she's right over my shoulder, isn't she? And Aaron just kind of smiles and nods. And she's like, I'm getting so much more of a sense of who your grandmother was now than I ever did being around her when she was alive because she, you know, like I see the wry smile. I, I see that little bit of, of feminine empowerment that she was able to kind of coalesce through her life and pass down to your aunt. When you like get it, rid of the physical yeah. issues that come with aging and you know, you, yeah. you can just be your, your full right. self as your soul, you know. And I, you know, I was, I didn't necessarily feel anything, but I was there and I, I was just in the moment with everything. And when we got to the graveyard, that's when she decided she was going to cross. But at the same time, <clears throat> a few months later, when I was dealing with my own issues and I forget what, exactly what triggered it, but something was going on and Aaron pulled out the pendulum and I started asking questions and I, I've used this before personally and, and gotten responses, but Aaron was utilizing it and it was my grandmother again. And she was just checking in and I fucking bald. <laughs> Are you eating your vegetables, son? <laughs> I don't know why she's from New York. You're being a good boy. But, you know, it, it's talking about where that energy comes from and where it goes and what it does. Yeah. So, you know, you were just talking about, you know, if we decide to cross to another place, it's not like it is a one way door. It's not like you can't come back. Because we are all connected yeah. and we are all energy yep. that's all encompassing of everything, you know. So our bodies are just vessels and everything else. But once you're out of that vessel. Yep. One of Ram Dass's famous sayings, we are here to awaken from the illusion of our separateness. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can like think about that. For It's kind of what you're talking about, like. You guys have a unique, especially Aaron, has a unique sense of the oneness of everything. Yeah. Now, once again, kind of a curse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you know, at times, like, but the, you realize, like, oh no, everything's connected. Like, there's, it feels like a you feel it and you and sense that in a unique way than more than other people. It makes me get even more angry at the bullshit that sure. happens because I'm like, especially when I'm like hanging out and people are gossiping about whatever. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> right. It doesn't matter, you know, but I still have to be a person, yeah. you know, and, and 
that sounded so arrogant. Just no, like, I didn't I at all. Have to be a person. <laughs> no, I get it. I totally but, get what you're saying. You know, and and that's why I I'm I can be really quiet and really reserved because that is not a sight any of you have seen. <laughs> I was gonna say, hmm, nope, haven't seen that, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the picture again. God damn it, man. <laughs> And so I think that's the whole point of it is, you know, whether seeing spirits and having the whole ghost, you know, it's, it can be so, I can be another freaking Zach Beggins, you know, and be an asshole and and, (laughs) wear affliction shirts. Yeah. (laughs) But, but the, the beauty of it is that it's the understanding that we don't know anything. (laughs) Yeah, there's a humility to it. Yeah, and we don't know anything, and very little matters. And fucking a, <laughs> put that on a fucking t-shirt. Right? Yeah, Jesus, pretty much. Because, That's the title of the episode. Because you know, people just—they all want the same things. They all want to understand themselves and how they matter, and that doesn't go away when your when your body dies yep and you know we're in 2022 and we're the same type of person that was around in you know 280 or bc that's it BC. right you know it i believe it's bce now sorry but common era Thank you very yes. much. And that's why <laughs> things you you have to decide what matters to you. And when I see spirits or anything, you know, I'm just like, oh hey, you're another person. You had a life. You had, you know, you you had pain and you had joy and you had all of these things that happened to you and that's that's your humanness like you look at people and their humanness more because it it helps you connect more and it also helps you look at yourself and just be like okay what what am i actually leaving here energetically yeah no yep that's that's a good ender. Yeah, fuck. That's God, a, this yeah. has been the longest fucking interview we've ever it, it done. It is right. by far. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Like Guys, by 48. By at least 40 minutes. <laughs> we still have to longest. record the rest <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, that This has been fucking Yeah, that was great. Yeah, great. Thanks for coming on the podcast, guys. Thanks for the having podcast. us. And anytime if we, if we're, we're not going to still be around in the year, if we happen to be still be around in the year, maybe we'll <laughs> no, do this again. Yeah. Don't fucking say that. You've got plenty of other, uh, Matt and I will I'm have sure. you back on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brad will be down the road a bit. Yeah. Brad will come back. That being, said, other things too, that being right? said, you guys need to come down for dinner again soon. Yep. So. Sold. Done. Oh, and there's a, I just found out over the, like two nights ago, 
one of the most haunted cemeteries in Indiana is in the Morgan Monroe State Forest. Oh, right you've never down been the there? fucking road. No. Step Cemetery? Yeah. Have you not? I didn't know shit about it. You guys need to come down. We'll go to Step Cemetery. Fuck, you've never. How do you not know about Step Cemetery? There was a religious cult that met oh, out there dude. at one point. Oh, I like, know. I know. I can tell you. How the fuck? I've been to Step Cemetery many, many times. Did you feel place. anything? Oh, dude, yeah. It's crazy. Fuck. It's so okay, funny. we need to go record a podcast. But with there. them, because Aaron can yeah. like channel all that shit. Oh, I just love when she walks into a cemetery or we walk into a cemetery and she's like hi everybody someone's singing <laughs> we got to do it and we'll, we'll release it you got to pay 25 bucks a month to get it oh uh, there's, there's a whole story about the um it's called the black lady's grave but she's not black she's dressed in black because she's mourning over a dead baby there's oh a, they I, there's yes that was the black, that was the story they told she sits on black. she sits on a stump, on a stump yep. holding a crying baby yep boy i mm. We got to do it. She's singing Fuck Long it. Black Veil. Yeah, we got to do it. You guys you need to come down and we'll record it. And it's the same uh, forestry that has the Sasquatch. Yep. So, two in one. Two for a twofer. Yeah. yeah, we're charging 25 bucks for that shit. I go, I've go. i gone hiking out there by myself a couple of times. Mandy's like, I can't fucking believe you go out there by yourself. Yeah. Like, well, I don't, you know, whatever. Wear, wear an orange vest. I highly recommend. <laughs> so, so, all right. Well, guys, thanks, thank guys. you so much. Cool. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. All right. See ya. Attention, and we wrote them all down. Now it's time God, to decide. Hashtag. Hashtag. Semen funk. Well, I, don't, I only have four. I don't really? know how. I got yeah. a bunch. Yeah. Hashtag scratches my funky bone. Hashtag Nick K probably killed her. <laughs> Hashtag this is this is a song. This song is called Windowsills. What the fuck? Something he said when somebody played a song. <laughs> oh, it was about my 70s sound. Yeah. Song, right? yeah. Hashtag you are 5'11". <laughs> you think Bush did 5'11"? <laughs> uh, hashtag it was a mouthful. Followed by hashtag third load too much. Hashtag Miss Cleo Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> his mom banged your dad. Hashtag energetic hole. Yep. Hashtag shitty ghost teeth. Hashtag yeah, it's Pedo Kennedy. I've got one along those lines too. Hashtag underground railroad for ghosts. And hashtag she and Aaron went into the kill room. <laughs> uh, hashtag we just say soup. <laughs> hashtag semi consensual reach around. Uh, hashtag third load too much. <laughs> hashtag it involves lots of MD- MDMA. Uh, hashtag feel D's nuts. <laughs> hashtag B edible juice. <laughs> hashtag energetic hole mm-hmm. hashtag the ghost of pedo kennedy <laughs> only anybody there's me and you and mandy are the only ones that would know that reference if you have not watched the in-betweeners it's on amazon prime now it is one of the funniest fucking shows it came out 10 years ago probably we have been holding off on that give me some of that shit um anyway get on amazon prime and watch mm-hmm. it it's fucking delightful uh, hashtag chunky shart and then hashtag did it touch cloth. <laughs> I've got hashtag 
eating a baguette in French onion soup. <laughs> hashtag semen funk. Um, hashtag window sills. Hashtag don't go chasing window sills. <laughs> this, is, this is a mix of two of them m- mashed together. Joe Ryden, Clint, Clint Hero. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Ryden, clit hero. <laughs> it's got to be energetic hole, right? I like energetic hole. I like chunky shart. Um, third load too much. Third load too much is pretty good. I'm fine with whatever. I think it's energetic hole. Sure, yeah. make it. Market, who cares? Nobody right. uses this shit anyway. If you've uh, something, whatever, energetic hole. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Energetical. Yeah. It was good to be back tonight, guys. It's yeah. been a minute. It's good. Oh man. I'm tired. Anybody that doesn't like the rye toast in a in a in a mix like that, go fuck yourself. That's the best part of one of those mixes. Yeah. Oh, this is the best part of yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, those little rye crackers, whatever that is. I want just a box full of those. God, these are good. These are good. Stop eating all of them. God damn it. Hi, Jude.